45. Hi there. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Creepy, big dick Toledo. Ready to go uh, for another perfect day here in Paradise. Glorious morning. Absolutely stunning outside. Once again, perfect. You live in Paradise. Don't ever forget that. Uh, oh, unless you go to that St. Joe's. St. Joe's is burning down. It's up there in Shea, uh, around 40th Street in Shea. Started on fire, and I couldn't help but immediately think they had a meeting about a week ago and said they got two billion dollars for Notre Dame. We get a couple million out of this, we burn ours down. So I'm gonna, I'm starting to think maybe we're gonna see some churches accidentally go up in flames and try to blame the swarthy heathens for arson. But really, what's going on here is some, and it's a weird thing at a Catholic church, but some Jewish lightning. I think that's, uh, I think that's happening right now. Some insurance claims that are gonna go up, but it's up, it's done. That thing burned down. Brady, I'm sorry for you and yours. You know anybody who goes there? Do you know anybody at St. Joe's? I don't. No, but it is a good, uh, it's a good interior redesign plan. Oh, it is. If they're like, mm, man, instead of asking the parishioners, I didn't even think about the uh, money pile we've been avoiding over there that we pay State Farm every month. Let's just unload this thing. And it's weird how fast churches, like the way they showed it on the news this morning, I was looking, I was like, man, they can't put a church out. In the middle of a neighborhood, basically, from midnight till now, it's still burning. I'm like, that is one. That is, like, nothing in that is flame retardant. The whole thing is just blazing. And the pictures are unbelievable how much fire is going on there. So, uh, I don't know what the hell they poured all over it. But nice job. And uh, start to go fund me now, and you'll get the uh, you'll get the Notre Dame light. Should be able to rebuild that thing for what? Let's just throw the number. Notre Dame said they needed over $2 billion to rebuild theirs. Let's say this one's $100 million bucks. You should be able to safely get those donations for your burned-up church. That was after the, the billion came in on day three. They're like, right. hey, okay, we're on pace. <laughs> I didn't realize we could pull this off in a weekend. We are the Avengers, by the way. We just pulled a billion dollars in a weekend. Um, I think the next week we can pull another 600 to nah, – let's go for another billion. Let's just tell them it takes $2 billion to rebuild this thing. It's uh, it's basically the same as uh, the Cowboy Stadium. We need all that Wi-Fi and advertising stuff and all the technology here at the Notre Dame to make it look like it did when it was, uh, you know – thousand years ago when we built it oh uh, yeah that's pretty pretty hopefully no one's hurt but man it was the pictures are unreal that's a that's a seven hour fire maybe I mean, they'll I, get away from tradition on the redesign and and put some led boards up and yeah. stuff for advertising advertising yeah and just skype in other pastors and 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 right you can have italian stuff going on all the time 24 hours a day you got the screens running other things but yeah I have a feeling Notre Dame gave them some ideas, and they sat around going, guys, the donations are down, and uh, we've got this piece of property we haven't paid taxes on for a long time. It's fully insured. You think the Catholic Church just sends out like, yeah. a little professional arsonist? Code memos and say, hey, how you doing? God bless you. <laughs> My name's Pete. I'm going to be staying at the church for a little while. I think it's best you all cleared out. I'm gassy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, huh? this is the guy that uh, you were sent from the... Hey, 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 We don't know where I was sent from. We don't care. Just know that Pete's here. Everyone should leave. Pete's gassy. Do we understand? Put Monsignor Embers. Yeah. <laughs> I got a couple friends I'm going to have stay. You guys should go get hotel rooms. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Don't go to mass today. What do we need to do for the fire, Pete? First off, you need to shut your mouth about any fires. That's the first thing we need to do, Monsignor Dip. That's enough, idiot. You're going to spill the beans on everything. I got it. Now go. I got the gas. <laughs> we have to leave. Father, Father, let's go. Make sure you clear the bingo cards. So get them all out. <laughs> get them all out of here. Those dabas blow up. Keep those laying around. They that's get a one good. a week done. They just go from city to city. Yeah, that's a good propellant.
Now, I got work to do over here in Riverside in a couple of days, so we got to get this thing down to the ground. We got to get rid of my gas by Thursday. How crazy would that be if there's it's a happening. picture and the dude is in the same dudes in every picture He's from always state there. to state? <laughs> this is the guy standing outside watching his work with a smoke. Our work is done here, boys. God bless you all. I don't know. Brady's house burned down. Somebody said, well, we donated a billion dollars to Brady. I'd be like, I'm burning my house down. <laughs> like immediately. My first time, I'm going to burn my house down. Even if I get a third of that. Brady's beloved billion. I get $300 million out of this. It seems like a ridiculously good deal to take advantage of uh, the loyalty people have. So uh, it's burned. I, you know, you don't want to make light of it. If someone's, I don't, you know, I said nobody's hurt. Hopefully nobody's in there. But it, it's, to me, it's just fishy. Aren't there people always in a church? Uh, there's always a couple of people, yeah. And they have, a, they have quarters in the back where people live. Yeah, they got to, there's always the, someone the, uh, nearby. If they're, I don't know about St. Joseph's, but if, you know, sometimes there is a rectory and then the yeah, there's always someone priests there. that are living on the property. There was one over uh, in Mesa when I was in high school over off of Keating. They rebuilt it, but I, we used to play basketball there on carpet, which was just a knee-breaking, ankle-destructive mess. They had basketball. You don't die for a ball. I don't understand why they decided to carpet the but we played on it because it was a free room. Uh, but we used to play there all the time. And then all of a sudden it burned up. And the reason why was they were taking oily rags and cleaning the chairs and then stacking the chairs. And then the oily rags. And it spontaneously combusted. That'll do it. And, it, I mean, that thing went down and fast. And I'm like, huh. So maybe this has been going on for a long time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Churches burn themselves down all the time. They're, they're very happy to do it. But it was just kind of one of those. I, I was in high school and I'm like, hmm. Because I wasn't. Everybody was all upset that the neighborhood church it was a mormon church went went up in flames and i'm kind of like it just seems fishy to me this place is right in the middle of like a neighborhood and it went up so fast well those chairs those stacked oily rags i'm like yeah but that's the thing i'm talking about it seems like that's almost intentional doesn't it to anyone else all right kids use this oily rag and put it on top of all the other oily rags i knew better as a dopey dumb kid not to stack oily rags didn't you know church, church. just got uh you know too old and falling apart Instead of replacing everything, let's well, just burn it down this. and start anew, right? The carpet was in terrible condition on the basketball court. <laughs> and, and you know, my thought was, in a good way, because maybe I was on the same page as them, oh, if they rebuild it, maybe they'll put in a proper floor. Probably. Stop breaking our ankles with this. They didn't. Everybody feels so bad. But, yeah, everybody, oh the, oh, the neighborhood got in on it. And it wasn't even like the Mormons in the neighborhood. Like, St. Tim's was right down the road, and they started to hand money over, like, you know, here, here's your silly religion money. We feel bad. Don't burn our stuff. Our church just is just fine. Our church is just fine in the meantime if you want to come over and learn about real Jesus. So there was, you know, a little bit of that. But the church went back up and everybody was like, yay. But they just built the exact same thing inside the carpeted basketball court, which is just awful. They've got a standard uh, model. I'm sure there's been some tweaks over. Oh, the Mormon one? Yeah. Yeah, the brick, the brick like box. The yeah, it was the brick box. It was the, It was pretty. But, yeah, the basketball court was – they had, like, food service in there, too, sometimes. I don't know what the hell that room was, but it was – For canning. I don't know. Where they do yeah. the canning and uh, – I, I don't know. Big it preps. Was inc- like, I've, I've heard of multi-purpose rooms before. I've never seen one, but this was multi-purpose, and one of the purposes was not basketball, and yet they put up two hoops and made it a full-size basketball court. And the carpeting – I mean, I, can't, I remember Tony Chapa stopping once, and his leg just kept going, and his hip, knee, and ankle just went pop, pop, pop. I'm like, well, we're on carpet, guys. we got to expect that the quick stops are not good for this. And we should go play at the park. 
but it's 140 Barely degrees outside. Barely hear the uh, basketball dribble. <laughs> yeah, it was a plush. It was a, it was a plush shag rug too. <laughs> really shag. tough. It was deep shag. We had ball control was of the essence. If you could get a guy who could control it on that, he was a way ahead of the game. Oh, it was awful. I remember a couple times stopping. The blisters in the bottom of our feet from carpeted basketball were horrible because you'd, your shoes would stop and your feet would just slide back and forth in your shoes no matter how well they fit. Oh, it just ripped the bottom of our feet up. But anyway, if you're a Catholic church out there and the, and the donations are down, and they've been talking about that for a few years, you know, they've had trouble with people sticking around, you've got your Notre Dame plan. And it's working up there in Scottsdale right now. I don't trust anything that burns that long, that big, not being on purpose. You know, even if it was an arsonist, he'd have to know. I mean, that thing is, it is a, it is an inferno. It is, it, I don't. If you've ever been in one, I mean, there's definitely, at least most of the ones that I've been in on the Catholic side, it, there's some heavy wood. Oh, yeah. I guess it would be, uh, it wouldn't be too kosher to have like a sprinkler system protecting, would it? Because it's kind of almost an admission that. I think they have, no yeah, they have. I'm pretty sure I've been to some in yeah. Sun City West that had sprinklers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't that kind of like saying nobody's really paying attention? God's not going to help. God gave them the money to put the sprinklers. Is that it? In. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to do anything about it. But if it burns up, you guys be prepared. I guess you know. It's I always think of locks on doors and security cameras at churches to be like you guys don't believe in anything. You don't have faith. Insurance is kind of biblical because it's a, a new Insurance, start after sure. flood and fire. Insurance is the Bible. Insurance is religion times ten. They've got it figured out as well as the Catholics. A new do. start. After you give a us flood. money, and we'll make sure that when it matters, you'll be there. I mean, it's it's literal, touchable, tangible heaven. Insurance. I did everything right, and then you got to go down there, and then they judge you, and whether it, it it's the exact same blueprint as Catholicism. Insurance. Well, let's see if you've been a good. Mm, it's like you haven't really missed paid the payment. dues. You missed a payment here. The only difference is insurance is at least honorable enough to drop you. The church will keep taking your money. Yeah, so there you the go. Insurance is a little better uh, on warning you. Look, you didn't pay. Whereas if you can fade out on the church yeah. side, and then then when you come back to get back in, they're like, oh, you haven't been uh, maybe around they, in a while. They maybe do have sprinkler systems in a lot of churches, but uh, I bet you a lot of them are disassembling them today. Get these out of here. Pete's in town. We're conserving water. Gassy Pete's in town. We're just going to go in faith. God's not going to let anything happen to this place. Yes. What are we? Gassy Pete's here. I'm Gassy Pete. You know, <laughs> I got the toots. Let's get this done. Horror story, by the way. I remember a month ago when I said I was riding in the preserve, and I'm like, oh, in a couple months, this bee city's going to go. This lady, did you see that lady who fell on her head? Winnie the Pooh on her. The yeah. bees. The wind blew, and a beehive landed directly on her head. Now, I'm sitting there thinking, if I'm out in my front yard doing some raking, and a lady runs by with a beehive on her head, she gets no help from me at all. Just maybe a few chuckles, and I'm in the house in the window going, how is she going to get out of this mess? How do you help someone with a beehive stuck to their head? What are not, the odds? Not bad. Zero. Though. It's zero. I had a it's friend. Like only 30 stings. You're That's a winner. Because yeah. she was in the hive. They were out. They were confused. So, like, what? We've never seen this before. Nobody's this our, actually stuck their head Is this our in. queen? Yeah. Exactly. They're like, I think she should be here. She got inside their house. She infiltrated. And the bees Shot were like, goal. the bees were like, I, do we sting it? Or is this God? I think this might be God. And then. Are it, you picturing that nice little oval hive? Yeah. And there's it's, some eye 
When Winnie the Eye Pooh. opening so she can see. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Like he would get his head stuck in the hive or a hand stuck in the hive all the time. And get the around. honey jar in right. the hive. And uh, he'd go for the honey. And then the hive would be stuck to his head. And he would have to. This is a, she's just walking down the road. Wind blows. Beehive falls out of the thing. Punk. Heads her. She starts running around the neighborhood, which had to be hilarious. I mean, picture that and try not to laugh. Try to be. See, I know you want to be a nice person. There try is not a to laugh. god, John. There might be a god, and he is a riot. <laughs> Watch this. Hey, Jesus, Jesus, come here, Dad. Not a. <laughs> She's almost. Like, <laughs> I'm making a teeter. It's close. Go, bees down. Look at Beehead. Look at Beehead, Jesus. Dad, we have to find more universes to build. No way. Beehead. Oh, that's great stuff. I was bored, Dad. Son, that's it. I'm taking the wind away from you for a week. Come on, Dad. I made Beehead. I will admit that Beehead made me laugh. But we can't go around making Beeheads. It's not what we do. Can we have an 11th commandment that sometimes I make Beeheads? No. How about no rape? Ah, that's not a commandment. Yeah, it's pretty great, uh, the beehead lady. But I and, and they in this news story, no one said people rushed to her aid. That's what I kept waiting. So like neighbors, run, nobody went to help beehead lady. What do you do? I, I mean, nothing. Get you a run, bat and hit nope, it. You run it. Yeah, I guess if you happen to have a bat, you beat the beehive off that woman's head. But I, I tell only, you, start singing inside the hive. I they saw love music. About uh, a month after we moved into this building, there's a, a second like a little catwalk that goes over the lobby. And I watched, uh, I think it was Mike Abad, put his drink on that thing. Oh. And he just goes, clink, and it goes over. And just sure as crap, some I, some listener's walking right over going to the bathroom. And he's walking right by, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and that thing missed him by like a tenth of an inch. And I'm like, man, one sneeze in that guy's life just saved him from having hot coffee poured all over his face. Walking up to her house Behead. with my wonderful luck. The second I get out of my car and walk under it, it falls on my head. Yeah. I hear, I heard it explode on my head. <laughs> and you, you, she didn't know what happened, by the way. Yeah, huge gust of wind. Yeah, you don't know. The wind blows and something hits you in the head and you're like, ow, hey, this thing's stuck. And then all, all around your melon, ouch, things are pinching me. Behead. So she uh, ran into the uh, shower, immediately took Benadryl. Yeah, it's terrible. And then they did a story on the news last night where this guy's like, look, we're in for it. I knew we were going to be because when I rode in that preserve, I'm like, ooh, this this rain all winter long has made it so this thing's ready to go by May. When I don't ride my bike anymore because of snakes and bees, this place is going to be nuts. The guy in the news last night was like, it's bee season, people, and Arizona's bees are mean. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Because <laughs> they don't fool around. And then so they asked him his advice on what do you do if you start getting attacked. And he just looked at the like he was talking about ISIS. You run. You run as fast as you can. You Drop try to out, and roll. outrun the bees. Everybody always tells you not to panic. And the guy's like, no, panic. Fly. Fly from there. Bees have very little lungs. I think that's what he said. They can't keep up for a very long time. So just run. You'll outrun the hive. Run. Okay. Bees in Arizona are very mean. Okay, sir. Jesus. But I'm on the 60. Run. Run. Get out and run. What are the odds? I've never heard of it. It's a cartoon bee head. The woman gets out of her car, and at that very moment, a hive lands on her head. Hilarious. I mean, one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. And she's alive. I mean, you have to when you're on your bike. Oh, I'm scared. You're looking. Constantly. Yeah. Constantly. I can hear them. Like, when you're out on Trail 100 or any of the preserves out there, 
Brown's Ranch, Brown's, uh, holy cow. Ooh, it's just, it's like a didgeridoo. Same thing with, uh, you know, when you're out golfing, because uh, oh, you, you have can those hear trees. Them. Oh, yeah, we used to hear them all the time, golfing in the desert stuff. I remember that was the first time I ever realized, that's what a hive of bees. Like, you'd ask them, like, that, that's a loud, yeah, when you're biking, you keep an eye on them. And any tree you go under in a wash, because you can see the hive. They're huge. And uh, <laughs> he's like, ignore it. It's, I imagine it's a lot like uh, the way white people felt in the South in the 60s. Just ignore it. Ride by them. <laughs> They're not coming into our place. It's okay. No bees. They're Africanized, you know. But, yeah, so they're mean, and they're but they're everywhere. So bee season is here. May is bee season. But in, if, in fact, any of your – you know, I just ask this. If somebody gets bee head around you, at least snap a picture or Instagram that thing way before you even help them. Because I don't even know how you help them. Eric's right. The only thing you can do is hit them Go in the head viral with a so quick. you got to smash them with something blunt. Ain't worth it. And then, and then what? And then you killed them with that bat. I was trying to get the beehive off your head. I mean, what are the odds? I mean, what, am I trained for this? We're going to train for that at Tactical Black. Tactical Black Bee. I'll dress up as a bee. We have those giant hats or helmets, right? Put on. You have a hive yeah. within 21 feet. <laughs> we just go knock it down. All right, boys. We did stick training, so I know what to do to defend myself if somebody's trouble. Maybe it would instinctually kick in uh, if I had the two little eye hole cutouts of the beehive, like like Weird Harold from Fat yeah. Albert, and somebody's trying to hit, and I can defend the stick stuff. I can do the 360 defense on sticks. I would I would do myself some damage. Don't hit me in the head with that stick. Help me get this. Help me get this beehive off my head is something you can never say to me because I'm not helping you. I don't know how you got into this mess, but I guess you deserve it. Will someone please help me pull this beehive off my head? I'm like, no. You got a hose? <laughs> no. No, I'm going in. I'm going indoors. You figure this out. I don't know. Whatever you were doing was just completely wrong. Learn your lesson here. But it was just the wind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My ugly old neighbor that uh, I think she's since passed, but... Uh, she lived on this. We That's a, nice. I don't care. I hated her. She had corn cob teeth. She had well, actually uh, candy corn teeth. She ran into her house once with a car because I was trying to help her. She got nervous and bashed her stupid Subaru into her house. She's long gone. Waving to you? Not <laughs> waving to me. I went over there because all of her doors were open and she wasn't home. So I went over to tell her. I'm like, hey, I called the police. Every one of your doors is open. She lived alone. I'm like, every one of your doors is open. She goes, ah, you scared me. And I'm like, oh, I'm not the one who did it. I'm just... And then she goes, and just barreled into her own garage and hit the side of it. And I'm like, ah, Man, you are scary. Stop. And going, she backed up and did it again and scratched her Subaru going in. And I'm, and I'm like, good. I hope there's a bunch of people and I hope you get today. I hope it, I hope you get, I hope it happens inside your house. I was trying to be nice. I'm your neighbor, you idiot. You, we've met like eight times. You scared me. She had these candy corn teeth. Ugh, she was a witch. She's dead. Anyway, she's dead. Yeah. Moved out. New people moved in and made the house acceptable. But uh, the, we, we had a shared wall, and she called me on. She goes, we have a hive. Well, actually, I called her, and I said, hey, you got some workers over your house painting next to a massive hive they've, they've uncovered. You, you want to you wanna go halvesies on that? Well, it's as much your wall as it is mine. That's why halvesies applies here. Yeah, I'm willing. I'm not paying for that. All right, well, your guys are going to get killed on your property because that, that they're hanging around that giant thing. I, like, it got big overnight. Well, I'm not paying for it. I'm like, all right, so I paid for the hive removal. She comes back. She goes, they ruined the wall. Like, with the bees? No, you're people. I'm like, all right. You know what? 
Lady, go die in a go die in a beehive yeah, accident. <laughs> I hate you. How much is a hive removal? It depends. In the palm tree, it was like eight hundred bucks because it was yeah, it was bad. But we had a big time hive. But on the, on the on the wall, it was like seventy bucks. It was no big deal. They yeah, take we, the palm tree down, remove it, and yeah. plant a uh, new this, one. This, the, the palm tree one was intricate. We were all sitting there watching football because it was on a Sunday. And the, and you the just next take a hose. The best that was another great moment. That just no, you can't. No, no, no you hose? can't. No, I learned the hard way not even to run a lawnmower by it because they're like, that's, hey, that's, that's a big one of us. Agitated. They started chasing me around. Uh, yeah, yeah, you hose them and run. No, you don't. You hose them and the fun. thing gets loose. Always fun. Yeah, you don't want to do that. This hive was huge, and it was broken down. And, and I've never seen like the real honeycomb stuff. The dude is in the beekeeper outfit. We're watching the Chargers and the Steelers in the back bar. And it's the whole tree's buzzing. Clips them all off. Leave. I mean, it was dangerous. The dude Looked was like up John Coffee threw up on that palm tree yeah, three was, times. Oh, he didn't spray anything. No spray. Used the smoke. Clicking off all their removed. parts and then walked them back to the truck. And I mean, there must have been nine or ten plates about, I don't know, about the size of a book. Damn. They were huge. And he's clicking them off and the bees are following that guy. There are thousands of them. Me and my buddy Kevin are sitting there just watching. And the next thing you know, you know, kind of get into the game, the thing's over. I turn around, there's a beekeeper standing there with a beer. <laughs> I'm like, hey, who said you could stay? What is Football. Bees don't scare me that bad. It's the wasps. Oh, they're Because I, I have PTSD. I think my stepdad used to just torture me because oh, it was my wasps? job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was my job to remove all the wasp nests yeah, well, in our, our shed. It's a good challenge. The mud blobs. Oh, God. Oh. And there was like the mud 30 blobbers. of them in there. I would open the door. They'd fly out. It was My scary. Dad scared Multiple me. stings. Here I am, 10 years old, yeah. 12, whatever. I was I, I was scared of bees all my life, but uh, wasps, and I'm over with bees, never been stung. Uh, wasps scared me because once one was near me, and I didn't know what it was, and they're kind of neat. They're like, they hover, and they're big and orange, and I'm like, they don't look right, but I was like playing with one or something. My dad grabbed me, and he goes, when I was seven years old, <laughs> I stepped on an old log, and it was filled with wasps. To this day, it's the worst day I've ever had. I was stung over a billion times. I'm like, oh, my God. He goes, they'll kill you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and that registers in my head now. If one's, like, floating in the pool doing that weird pool float, I just, oh. like, I'm out. And I'm like, go somewhere else. It's, the, it's wasp day at the pool. I hate wasps. But bees just get me. They're just weird. So it's bee season. And according to the news, bees are very mean. They'll push their houses on top of your heads. And uh, if, if that does happen, please, for my entertainment, run up and down the street. Just like that guy said. If you're under attack from the beehive stuck to your head, please run all over the city, everywhere. Find my house and just run in a circle in my cul-de-sac. Please, please, God, send the beehive head to my neighborhood. Keep your eyes on the trees. Yeah. If your tree's a buzzing, don't wander under it on a windy day. Just wear a giant salad bowl on top of your head. <laughs> That's our protection. It'll just bounce right off. And lube it. Lube the salad bowl so it just slides right off. Yeah, the odds of that happening are so low, and damn it, I didn't get to see any of it. We didn't get one photo, not one person. In this day and age, not one selfie was being taken by some 20-year-old girl that caught beehive head running around her. Nah, god damn it. Well, hopefully it happens again and I can see it. Maybe on one of these bike rides I'm on. And all the rangers doing the trails is put up signs. Lots of bees, careful. And there's really they have the yellow tape around the tree. They'll tape it up. Yep. Yeah, so like, this is where they are, you morons. And then some jackass that wants to go stand by they it. They are there. There's a bunch of bees in here. I hope you get a beehive head. So beehive head is real, and it's happening. So be careful. May means bees. Uh, and happy May Day. Isn't it Lisa's birthday today? 
Yeah. Yeah, happy birthday to Eric's wife, too, as well. There you go. Uh, I got her a beehive head. Big <laughs> hat. Maybe that's why ladies in the olden days used to do beehive hairdos, to make it look like, oh, no, I've already got one. And the bees wouldn't Seat's push the house taken. on them. Yeah, they can't push a house on this. I already got one. We're doing an escape room today. I might just, maybe I'll get beehives. And there you go. Nice. Beehive head in the You have to get out room. before you get stung to death. Yeah. Isn't it great that the movie Saw created a cottage industry of people being locked in rooms and having to perform tasks or else? <laughs> you think that's what did it? It has to be. They're like, it wasn't around right before now. Saw. Yeah. They're kind of fizzling now. They were a huge deal a couple years ago. Everybody was, want to do an escape room? Mm-hmm. Have you guys done one? I didn't. Megan's been to a Yeah, field. I haven't. I haven't. I didn't go. I'm bad at riddles. Like a gaggle of Isn't it just riddles they give you? Right. And plus, a lot of them. Well, the worst part is you have to go with and a girl. Puzzles. Yeah. And the last thing you want to do is be the guy who gets all the riddles or be responsible for all the riddles because girls aren't going to do it. Because when they get stressed, they're not exactly yeah. problems. And they're not team players. No. And then my eight-year-old daughter will be in there with us, oh. losing her mind. I'd rather, have a, I'd rather have a beehive hat than your day. <laughs> oh, man. Put that beehive on my head and get me out of this escape room. Here's 50 bucks to give me the answers. Let me get out of here in 20 minutes. Top. That was fun. Eric was real good at the riddles. Yep, he sure was. Off to Applebee's for your treat, your free dessert. <laughs> Uh, it's 610. Let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. Start off this glorious Wednesday together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! There you go. Thank you, Silence the Voice. It is uh, 625 in the morning sickness. And yes, uh, uh, Jimmy Wisman is, uh, is texting and he said, man, leave it to a woman. A man gets a beehive head. And he said, I th- logically, he's going to think to himself, I have to save myself and keep this away from my family. you got a beehive head. You jump into a pool or you do something. He goes, this bitch ran right into the house and brought that problem to her husband. <laughs> I'm like, that's true. She ran right into the house. Honey, look. I have a swarm of bees for a hat. Get that away from me. You don't bring your defender over to my game. You just got me double teamed for no reason. Handle that. Do you have kids? I don't know. Running into the kids' room? Yes. Ah, look. Somebody help mommy. I've brought bees into the home. The last thing I'm going to do is run into the house where the people are. I'm go smash my head up against the trunk of a tree or run into the side of the car and try to break that thing open. Sounds like she was alone. <laughs> well, let's hope so, because her first thought was get these bees inside and see if anybody can help her. She was, she was aware enough to use, like, if she was alone, then she had to use a key. She had to unlock a door and, or open the garage or do something. So she went through a couple steps to get those bees into the house rather than just run over to the hose and lay under it. Who knows? Maybe she thought, oh, it's this new shampoo I used. It's really bothering my scalp. i got to get in the it. shower. Man, that's a, I hope she doesn't have kids. Those kids are going to go walk into traffic. That's a dumb mother. Must be my new shampoo. It's super tingling about Ow. four in the afternoon. Hasn't bothered me all day. But suddenly I feel like I'm being stung hundreds and hundreds of times. And my head's heavier. This is bad shampoo. It tingles. I'm going to call the people at Asi Salad immediately and complain. <laughs> if I could only work a phone. Yeah, she's dumb. But yeah, that's true. He just, I didn't even think of that. As a woman, she ran right into the house. <laughs> Under the shower. I mean, that is a beatdown. Domestic violence is allowed at that point. Well, officer, she came in here with a beehive on her head. I, was, I didn't know it was my wife even. That was some new terrorist attack. All 14 of those cats just scattered. <laughs> lost their minds. <laughs> yeah, she didn't even think about those poor cats that she's been 
you know, coddling and feeding while they breed in her backyard. Here's my guess. My friend Max says this all the time. It's a room full of ladies in there. He, we, were, we were at we were at his restaurant. I'll say that. Well, I'll say where it was. Phoenix City Grill. He's a funny bartender. His name's Max. And Max uh, goes, we got a party of uh, ladies back there. It's like some single ladies liberal some sort of conference. Or it wasn't single ladies. It's just some ladies, uh, individual ladies, liberal, blah, blah, blah. And they were in there bitching about like Donald Trump and stuff. And that was the whole design of the lunch. Let's go together, 13 or 14 of us. Get it all and out. And just bitch about Donald Trump. That sounds like a fun day. And he goes, you know what else I noticed while I was serving their drinks? Not one ring. <laughs> I'm like, is that right? He goes, not one ring. Because nobody can tolerate him. That's why they have to go meet up to bitch. They don't have everybody at the house to destroy their ears. Not even like an old ring from the yeah, old No, not even like, well, there was one with a ring, and she was like the queen. <laughs> like, how did you do it? And then she's holding court outside. She's the hive master. Like, she came out of the thing at the end, and she had, actually, she had presents. Ladies? So they, they, I guess they lay presents at her feet at the end, and then they bitch about politics. And they had these dumb hats, and they're like... They weren't filming a reality show uh, here? Of all ages. Exactly what it no, sounds it like. It was exactly what it at sounds like. At least 30 minutes to figure out that bill. Oh, that bill had to be a nightmare. One of those moments where as a waiter, I said, ladies, I t- I'm going to take care of the whole thing for you. What? Yeah, I can't sit and watch you bitch over who had iced tea and who didn't. I'm done with you. It's not worth it for my time and your tip. This is cleared. Get out. But yeah, I bet you that beehive lady ran inside. She's, one thing she was grateful for is she didn't have to worry herself about her wedding ring falling off. <laughs> didn't exist. Please, God, please. Before I die, let me see a beehive head. I didn't even think that was possible outside of cartoonery. I just didn't. I got a text from a guy we'll call Mike Anderson. He says, uh, remember that discussion you had last Thursday about Cha-Ching Chavez? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I got to use it. Unexpectedly walked into my boss's office. Told me I'm doing a good job. I just got a 30% raise. 30% and I was already making six figures. I walked out of there and I said it out loud. Cha-ching, Chavez. Good for you. And to you I say it must be nice to just get a 30% raise out of nowhere. And to Mike's credit, he, it is really nice. It is nice. Good for you. Cha-ching, Chavez. Somebody uh, texted uh, Dave downstairs, a friend of his, texted him and he goes, uh, you're following the Ching Chavez, and Dave said, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm listening to him talk about that in the morning." And he said, uh, "I hope John doesn't charge those twelve-dollar beers, or he'll make me an Eric." And I'm like, "Now we've got two categories: either you're a Ching Chavez, or you're an Eric." It's golden. I don't want to be an Eric. I want to spend them, but I, I want to be a Ching Chavez. I would yeah. imagine whatever your beliefs are, cool. you're not a fan of paying for twelve-dollar beers. Well then, you're an Eric. Okay. We're an exclusive group, and we don't want you. I Even think that's you, fantastic. John, no, I'll be back. What? If I, no, see, you want to try to make that a thing, Eric? But I paid for oh, it. Was for a it. thing? You know, it was not for me. It wasn't. I was thinking of poor people, but I'm not going to help them. I'm like, how in the world do they do this with a straight face? How do you do this exactly. with? A, how do you do it with a straight face and then turn and say attendance is down? How do you do it, baseball? How do why. you do it? I mean, they're the ones complaining. I'm like, all right, I'll pay your tariff. That's fine by me. But how in the world do you have the balls afterward to say, I just don't understand why attendance is down in baseball nationwide? Even the richest of people are the biggest penny pinchers. Well, it doesn't matter about pension pennies because you have the finer things. It's not penny pension. It's just when you want it, you get how the they things got all you that want. money. When you want it, you take the things you want. No option. Ching chop. It's a beautiful thing. So congratulations to Mike.
30% raise. That's nice. That boss likes That's you. That's a boost. That's a beautiful thing. We're going to pay you 30% more than you were making yesterday. Oh, my God. Sweet. Didn't even know I was up for this. I have to hide some money. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. We're going to put it in your paycheck. Yeah, Don't well, spend it. What does it. he have to do for that extra 30 Whatever it takes. Question. That's fantastic. Let's just say, because he said I was already making six figures, if he's holding 100 grand, he's got a boost to 130. Yeah. Good for you. Boom. And that's the way it works when the world smiles on you. <laughs> Cha-ching, Chavez. Cha-ching. Uh, when the world isn't smiling on you, you're in a fraternity at that Swarthbart College or whatever that place is called. Those idiots, they got in trouble because they kept records of their rape room. First off, poor name. You can't call it You that. never keep records. No, and second, paperwork. What were you thinking? Rape records? Seriously? Yeah, they had all these things in there. They're like homophobic this and all sorts of things they'd kept track of. And then they had a place they called the rape room. Where they, it wasn't real rapes, but they called it the room where you're they, hooking up you with hook girls. up with girls and drunk parties and whatever else. And they called it the rape room. Mm. And so the rape attic. I'm sorry. It was the rape attic. Ooh, yeah. even Which worse. makes it worse because now it's, yeah. So uh, Swarthmore is the name of the college. Uh, I was watching this this morning and I'm like, the rape attic, guys? Really? There's a lot of girls in that fraternity. Yeah. Well, in that picture, I think that's a movie, isn't it? Stages sit in at the oh, five side fraternity. That looks like uh, Jesse's because house. they wanted to close, so they just overran. Oh, the, the ladies did because they found out. Yeah. Well, you know what happened was one of the girls. I guarantee I haven't. I don't know the details, but I can pretty much guarantee it that they went there thinking that the guy they've had their eye on just hooked up with them, and they're they're in. And then it turns out she finds out that he put her in the rape attic book. And she will not stand for that. She thought there was going to be a relationship. And They're so that. dumb, they dragged a girl up there and they had rape, rape attic. attic. Well, you want to go to the rape attic with me? Oh, my God, it's happening. Yes. I'm inviting you into the very prestigious rape attic. Cha-ching, Chavez. Not many people get up in here. Well, the first line of that is complimentary. Is what? The fraternity brothers wrote of acquiring date rape drugs yes. and bragged about their rape attic. Yeah, they used to talk. They Well, they were bragging about a bunch of dumb stuff. Oh, sure. And then the rape addict came up, and one of the girls got wind of it, and now they got to shut that down. And it is that time that we bring it up once again as the school year closes that maybe it's time fraternities just went away. If we can't have the MILF contest anymore, how are they still in business? Their entire funk. Don't do it, Brady. You They're know not. That. Huh? Oh, they, not, they yeah. won't be, but one after another. Come on. Let's, what is, oh, look, we, you know. The purpose of a fraternity is no longer necessary. They don't do enough It's good. all about good grades, John, and <laughs> right. scholarships. This is, again, a guy from a fraternity. Good works in the community. You say that with the veiled knowing. philanthropic. Really, it's just a room of dudes planning out their next sexual conquest or beer party. It's a blast. Uh, I, of course yeah. it's a blast. It's a never-ending funded party. And I'm, I'm not speaking from a, a Pollyanna point of view of saying this has to stop. I'm saying if we, these guys are just going to... We're keeping dumb people from putting themselves in jail. They need to stop to protect the stupid. And the stupid are joining the fraternity. These thinking, guys are stupid because no one talks about... Of course not. But then, but what, once one does, you wander over to the Psi Beta nonsense. Yeah. And they're like, hey, do you guys have a rape addict? No. We have the girl prison. Oh, Jesus Christ. They've all got something. Yeah, you really only hear about all the bad stuff. Yeah, there isn't anything good. That's why kids dying. Look, I'll tell you this: you give me. Well, your community affairs officer has a lot of work to do right. when he's trying to cover that up. Give me twenty twenty-one year olds men in the same room and say, 
what good are you doing for the community? And when they sober up, they'll still not have an answer. And then when they pull that big giant underwear out of their thing and have the contest of who's not going to pay for pizza this week, they'll still not have an answer. We did a charity fundraiser last week. It was a hell of a kegger, man. We were raged. Raised $333. Some sort of retarded kid fund. <laughs> you guys are the best. It's time I protect you from yourselves. The blackface parties, the rape addicts. And your alumni come back and say, listen, you've got to do these philanthropic events because then right. you can keep these panties. <laughs> right, because then the panties and the rape addicts look better. Wait a minute, we lost a rape addict? We raised $412 for some kid with spina bifida. What happened to this country? You used to be able to have a kegger after you helped some sick, dying kid. Bunch of dicks. You know what we'll do, dudes? With one last rager. Never once as a fraternity that's about to shut down say, we're going to do one last great thing for the community. It's never <laughs> happened. It doesn't happen. They don't think that way. So protect them from themselves and just stop it. I mean, it's you're right. The, the group full of, uh, you know, really it's 19 to 22-year-olds yep. every Sunday. Listen, again, no bong hits on the first floor. We could have <laughs> alumni walking through, Brady. faculty. Secondly, um, the IOC, the International, uh, or not the International, the uh, Fraternal the Olympics. Council, mm -hmm. is coming in to investigate the houses. Wait a minute. The, the Olympics came and investigated? No, no, the uh, Fraternal oh. Organization. The fraternal Organization always gives you plenty of lead they time. They give you lead time. time. Cleaned up but I remember, week. let's not have uh, the mother-daughter local couple that comes up here, the local mom-daughter that services mm. some boys. Whoa. Oh, yeah, you had that mom and daughter yeah. that came in and blew everybody. Except what? you. Yeah. What? Brady's fraternity. And you know who told me that was that uh, that Tom Brenneman. Yeah. I thought you weren't supposed to tell these stories. Tell this that's one. That's a wild Too one. Good no, you just can't tell the They're secrets. the ones that came up. Yeah, that's their fault. But the mom and daughter would come in and uh, take care of business on the old what? five beta chugget. We chug like it. you, boys. Yeah. Hey, this is my daughter. Blah, 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 mom blah, blah, and blah, blah, daughter? Yeah. Mom and daughter. Boy, oh boy. Friday. <laughs> I'm combing my hair. <laughs> I'm getting my wiener out. What's going on, Tommy? Oh, Brady, Mommy Daughter Day here at the old frat house. It's great at the old ballpark. Tomorrow's uh, Bring Your Dog Day. Today is Bring Your Daughter to the Blowjob Day. It's basically two or three guys, but that that translates to the whole house. Again, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> mommy Daughter blowing two guys When you're that going multiple, that doesn't Look, matter. I, I hang out with you three every day. <laughs> if one of you got a Mommy Daughter thing, it would be an astronomical achievement, let alone Toledo's like, oh, I had it too. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, that is that is amazing. But, again, your fraternity, let's say it shuts down for mommy-daughter blowjob day. Yeah. You get caught. And you stand up at the next meeting when you're getting shut down. And you propose the idea. Maybe we should do a trash pickup to say goodbye. <laughs> They're going to kill you. No way, Brady. I know you don't drink. We're doing a cocaine kegger, and we're going to blow this place to bits. Like Toledo said, whoever the chairman is involved with that, oh, yeah. you embrace that. Oh, no, no. Had, you're already it. closed. My point being, affairs. my point being. Yeah. Uh, fraternity's mindset is never help the community first. So if they were shutting you down Monday, you had one weekend left, and your idea was, what are we going to do this weekend? And you stood up and said, a trash pickup Saturday night. We'll go around and help out the community. It's not going to happen. So they're not philanthropic. These fraternities are not uh, good for the community. And, and more importantly, they're not good for themselves. I know they're fun. College is a party no matter what. And I know, but start your own little thing. You can't actually sanction it anymore. Yeah, the parties won't go away. Just the, yeah, exactly. But you just have to stop. you got to protect these morons from themselves. Eventually, one's dressed like a Nazi. Every year, one's a Nazi, <laughs> one's in blackface, somebody's in a rape attic. 
It's like you guys aren't helping anything for yourselves. Let's just cancel the title, and you can have these college parties yep. without taking down an entire group. That's all. One idiot in a rape Stop attic. Stop attaching a name to it. Just stopped. The, the dudes in, uh, what was it, Alabama, that they're, I don't remember what school it was, but they were riding the bus, screaming the N-word a couple oh, years ago, and that was their, song. That was was their chant. Song. My friend, who went to another college in another state, was a member of that fraternity. SAE. And he has it tattooed to his arm. And we're at a spring training game, and a guy goes, ah, you're with that uh, racist fraternity. He took down everybody. Just the one kid that's singing all the sides. It just killed the name of it. Everybody in college is stupid. We already know that. If they were functioning, they'd be out there functioning. They're being housed in a kegger party, and you're protecting them from themselves. I know guys and frats don't understand what I'm saying. Just trying to kill frats. Yes, but it's for your good. You have a rape act. And you'll don't be lie. fine. You'll be just college is just as much fun. I understand. Don't worry, you'll it's find another house with a group no, no, no. of roommates. All and of you'll them. Throw your parties exactly. over there and and name it. It, it doesn't stop. Call it, it this. Call it the Steel Panthers. Call it the you know the 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 steel toed boots. I don't care what you just name your stupid house of roommates and do that. But don't sanction it to where everybody looks at it. And now you got a nationwide search on all these people. Come on, you guys are idiots. Rape addict and paperwork. Of course, you're going to have a bunch of feminists sitting in your thing saying, we have a rape attic. What if they had a, a cutting balls off attic in the sorority house? Right. Sororities are the only ones. Whatever they're doing, they do it right. I never well, hear about their blackface party. Because they do all their acts at the fraternity houses because they know that the fraternity Well, they're smarter the than the boys. They're the ones exactly. that get up on stage yeah, with exactly. Kanye and sing songs. Well, right. And, well, that was, uh, yeah, that was Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, Kendrick That's Lamar. That's Kendrick right. Lamar's fault. Yeah. Come on up here, beautiful little white college girl, and sing one of my songs. <laughs> N-word, 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 N-word. Hey, 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 hey. You're not allowed to say it. You asked me to sing your song. Well, she's not going to go to school here anymore. Sororities have been doing it right. All right, we're going to do horrible things this weekend? To the frat row! Never once did you hear about the sorority, you know, nut-stomping room or the, uh, you know, the cocaine-infused blackface party. Always fraternities. Always. So men are more creative than women when it comes to that. But women are smarter than men when it comes to getting caught. Because if they're doing it, they've I've never once heard sorority shut down for blackface party. Sorority shut down for Nazi party. Sorority shut down for ball stomping emasculation room. <laughs> Doesn't happen. So keep the sororities. Dudes, get your little apartments together, four or five at a time. Start little gangs. And, wow. and just don't don't sanction it as if you're philanthropic anymore. Because I've never once, I've never once opened the newspaper, uh, checked out a website, watched television, and had them say, sorority did another great thing today. If it weren't for sororities, we would be in a terrible, terrible bind. <laughs> it's never happened. Never. Or fraternities. Never happened once in my life. Better no, either one. Well, sororities actually probably do help. But they help girl stuff, so nobody pays attention. You know, they probably help like a... Like a team of 13-year-old girls, basketball league, make it to Tucson for it. They probably pay for bus fare. But nobody cares about their thing. The guys are like, you going to go out there, raise money for that dying kid, get him an exoskeleton? Here's the deal. We're going to do a kegger this Saturday. We're going to throw a dollar <laughs> from each cup. Right. Okay. We're going to give that to charity. <laughs> We're going to have a huge run. And you have to. And we see, did, this we is, did that probably a dozen. Here's the other thing, fraternity knobhead, is that uh, my plan, you can throw that kegger and keep all the money. Not any, None of it has to go to charity to cover your ass. None of it. You can have blackface at the house. People are like, oh, that was a blackface party. But you can't blame anybody. 
Nobody's taking a dollar off the top. Just stop it. Each party usually paid for the next party. Right. And then that dollar off the top, put it in the philanthropic fund so people think we're good. You're not. You're bad people. You're college boys. I know what you're thinking. I was one of you. It's not a pretty time. This is a big weekend, though. As I remember, I think this weekend is it's always on the Kentucky Derby Saturday. Mom's weekend. So there's and what money, happened at Mom's weekend? Race. What happened at Mom's weekend in your fraternity? Uh, we had a a big the, raffle prize. No, no, no. It was Kentucky Derby. I think that bottle is still there. Let me ask Moms you. Moms buy raffle tickets, and what's the most wins. memorable thing that happened? The at wheelbarrow Mom's races uh, with your mom. Uh, no, oh, <laughs> you had a bunny wheelbarrow. <laughs> Didn't one of the guys bang a mom? Yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what you told me. That's yeah. what I remember. <laughs> and she came back for more, if I recall correctly. Um, <laughs> Me wow. and you and Studley and Tom were at El Charo talking wow. about she this. Been, and yeah. she came back yeah. for a second run. <laughs> Frank, Can you believe destroying it? lives. Yeah. No, no, no. She was, uh, she was available. She was on the market. <laughs> right. Ray remembers oh, this. Look, no, it, he remembers this. destroyed that family. Yeah. Whoever's <laughs> yeah. the, the yeah. kid. Yeah. Mike Thomas is fine. <laughs> no, he's not. He's no, dangling. Not. He's a dangling. <laughs> he might he, be gone right hey, now. He yeah. talked about it at Sunday's. Mass meeting. Yeah. <laughs> meeting. With, yeah. Listen, that's all I'm saying. Your best. I know memories. one of you hooked up with my mom. Yeah. Your best memories are not community no, events. It actually wasn't him. It was a guy that snubbed and said, "I had a great time with Mrs. Thomas this weekend." You've never, and you've told me great stories about it, and it sounds fun about your time in the fraternity. But not once did you say, "One time we did so much good for a hospital." You ordered pizzas for a dead girl. Uh, cocaine. Uh, Nothing Chauncey, was sacred. Chauncey Nothing the was Snow sacred. Queen. That I was... know about all these yeah. things. Uh, the the keggers, the parties. You put uh, beer in a vending machine, um, and then of course mothers getting blasted. Mother daughters coming in getting. But I never once passing out. What was your most memorable yeah. charity event that you really think, man? We did a great thing for the community. Your eyes are about that to go w- searching. That one. <laughs> that one thing you did. Yeah. Do you remember any of it? Like, uh, picking up trash That's, one weekend. Because you were probably court ordered. We painted a house. <laughs> Court order. Did they ask for that? Or did you just paint a house? Oh, one of the guys oh, okay. basically came up, hey, someone's looking at paint. So they contacted him and said, hey, we would like to paint your Was uh, it charity house. or did you get paid to do it? And then you use that money to, to hire right. That one was charity. Oh. But there, That one. Um, yeah. But you painted a few houses for a fee? During Brenneman's presidency. Oh, okay. So charitable. I bet you Brenneman used that. Brennish log. To, as a gavel. Well, I'm president. There's Order. no need for a gavel. The Brennish log's out. <laughs> Order in the house. All right. Who's the dead girl? We got to get her out of here, and I mean ASAP. When the sun sets, we have a plan to get rid of the dead bodies. That we never and talk we said about. Pizza. Yeah. Now we're going to send her parents pizza. <laughs> All right, that's it. Meeting over. Well, that's all we're talking about? What about charity? Shut up, nerd. So it's time to protect fraternities from themselves. It's time. Every damn year, come May, I hear about a rape addict or a blackface party. Something terrible. It's just a thing. Nobody needs this. You guys are putting yourselves in it. They're just kids having fun, That's John. the point. They're just kids. Let's not act like they're changing lives. You shut your mouth, John Holmberg. Here we go. Find Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> See, exactly. You know, if you're the Gronk, the party didn't stop once he was out of the frat, right? Was he in one down there? I don't know. I assume so. He seems the type. 
He was at least at all the party. Oh, he yeah. yeah, exactly. He champion the for the cause. Exactly. Now, do you know Gronkowski as charitable phil- philanthropic uh, super dude or party bro? He's a party bro. Some people are. And he's been really good at it, because not once have I seen him with his arm around somebody dressed as a Nazi or in blackface, and usually that's hard to do. <laughs> well, he did have the porn star. Yeah, but that's all right. That's legal. Yeah, I, I was all for that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was great. I mean, his bosses didn't like it. Bad image for the Patriots, the old red, white, and blue. But turns out his, his boss was doing something even worse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I love that side of the story of Robert Kraft. Got Rob Gronkowski. We don't like the image you've presented by... Just don't take photos of the porn stars you have sex with. That's gross. It's just weird. We have a better image than that. Me and Myra talked about it last night. We think we think we don't want that. Okay. Now I'll be, i got to get a rub down. My back hurts. And so is my front. Uh, I was at CVS yesterday, and the poor guy behind CVS on 16th Street in Camelback is such a nice man. But he likes to talk, and the line got going, and I had purchased some Diet Dr. Pepper. And at the counter, I noticed that the M&M mints had just been restocked. And I like M&Ms, and I like mint, and this is a good combo. So I'm like, hmm, I'm going to give these a try. I put them on the counter. And much to my dismay, this was probably the greatest purchase this man had ever seen. Oh, oh my God. M&M makes mint M&Ms? I guess. I'm going to give them a try. I saw an article yesterday that the... Um, Three flavors that they're working on now are butter pecan, and he starts to rattle it off, and the line's like four people deep, and I'm standing there like, please just bring me up. <laughs> I want to try these mint M&Ms. Like, well, there's a box of them right like within a foot of you. Just come around the other side. He just wants a conversation, John. They were going to make the toffee ones, like Heath Bar's M&Ms? He wanted you to open the bag. The, I think he wanted me to go, well, let's just take everyone's day and waste it by me sharing my mint M&Ms with you, person I've never met before. Don't reach in the bag. Yeah, I'm out. These poor M&Ms would be good, but they get stuck in your teeth. Uh-huh. My CVS number is 555. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. He Give starts to ring me up. Receipt and, let me go. and he starts to go again. I don't know what flavor I would want more. Kit Kat's making a mint Kit Kat. I'm like, I hit the mother load of this guy's, like, wheelhouse of conversation. And then two guys, two guys behind me goes, come on! I'm like, oh, this is the second time I've been in now this store. Yeah, and now it's my fault that somebody's yelled at this guy in the line because he's chatty with the people up front. You're a fan of the sativa, aren't you, my friend? <laughs> oh, man, is he ever. <laughs> he looked down at that bag of mints and looked at me like I just said, One roll of gold-plated everything, please. What in the world is that, conjurer of magic candies? Oh, they're just mint M&Ms. They're right here. It's a box of them. <gasps> I don't believe you. So keep it down. And then the receipt seemed like it took 45 minutes to print out. Well, everybody, do you want your receipt? You get $2 off your next purchase of Calgon. Like, I don't even buy Calgon. I don't, why in the world is that on They there? just hand you a roll of toilet paper yeah, in the receipt. Just, it's uh, insane. Oh, I felt like that, that weight of the line behind you is awful. He didn't have that, like, let's hurry up moment where he should have gotten on the thing. And I'm like, I need help up here. And the only cashier, there's like 19 people in line. And there was an injured bird in the CVS yesterday. I also discovered that CVS employees... Sitting on the mint M&M's? No, just walking in the aisles. And he'd walk up and he'd hop away. He can't fly. And uh, I realized at that very moment, CVS employees completely incapable of handling that situation. There were four of them. They were aware of it? One had a magazine. I'm not sure what his plan was. <laughs> not good. They not love articles. One. 
he was going to roll it up and smash the bird. I think that was before someone told him not to do it. And then two other people were coming up behind him with the sand and buckets from the pool aisle. And then it just stopped, and I walked down an aisle, and the bird was by himself, and the employees had quit. <laughs> like they're, They were one aisle to kill that bird or capture it and do whatever, and they just failed, and then they went back to whatever they were doing because he was in the next aisle. And I'm like, huh, poor little guy. And then I told the guy at the end, I'm like, you know about the bird, right? Yeah, they're working on it. It shouldn't be that hard. It can't fly. Why would you open that up to that guy after? <laughs> no, it wasn't. He wasn't one of the. There were like five people. Three of oh. them were working on the bird. The other guys were doing other stuff. I'm like, you know about the bird, right? He's still out there. Yeah, we're working on that. I I could go pick it up right now. Yeah, we got a better plan with a magazine and a sand bucket. We're gonna kill it, smash it, put it in a bucket. <laughs> we just can't let anybody see that. Okay. It's a beehive over in aisle four. <laughs> oh, no, that lady was wearing it as a hat. We had to take it off. She came running in to get Benadryl. Should have taken a hive off first. That's what we thought. Maybe she'll become a superhero. Ooh, maybe she got some sort of power off of that. Bee lady. She's the queen bee. Yeah. That's how it happens, right? She wakes up in the man got middle of the night. Spider. That would yeah. be amazing. Like, her husband in the middle of the night wakes up. He's like, honey, there's honey everywhere. <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. The whole the room is filled with honey. Oh, my God, that's from my body. The power of nectar. And you get over and you try to kiss her goodbye and another bee just goes, hey, 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 hey. It's okay, protector bees. He is my husband. Dan Lee pops around the corner. You come home and there's just bees banging her like crazy. She's just pumping egg after egg after egg. I am queen bee. What are your superpowers? So far, just a lot of honey. I don't know. I haven't. But well, really you can stick the her enemies. Out. Yeah, you make them yeah, sticky. But all she, yeah, but queen bees don't do anything. I multiply and we take over. <laughs> I just build more bees to do my bidding. That's true. She just has a, a clone army. So basically, she's just a Mexican teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. So you can just breed at an unreasonably fast rate, and bring me lots of sopapillas, which is honey and. Uh, Delicious little oh, like that deep fried, quick deep fried bread. It's almost like it. Oh. Fry bread? Sort of, kind of, but yeah. You haven't had bit. a soap of pea? Mm. I don't think wow. so. Wow. They're puffy. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they're donuts. They're like a beignet? Basically, yeah, but they're real. Like a mm, Mexican. No. They're, they're puffy. They're air filled. They're not as bad as a donut because they don't. Yeah. Get some good. today. They'll have a soap of pea later. Oh, that's what Bee Lady is. She's a soap of pea salesman. <laughs> I hope she has special powers, like one toxic bee stung her. You're sitting in your room covered in honey, and she's... Oh, my God, she can fly. Honey, I, I think that beehive head day made you special. I feel it, too. Maybe they'll uh, add her to uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, Ant-Man, the Wasp, and the beehive head. That's what we need. More little tiny superhero stories. <laughs> It's, the origin story is fantastic. I would watch the first 20 minutes of that one every year. <laughs> Mild-mannered housewife Mildred Carnes was coming home from the grocery store one day when the wind blew. <laughs> Punk. Oh! A beehive landed directly on Mildred's head. How they all begin right there. Yeah. Inside the hive was a toxic special bee that Dr. Beoculus had made. Wakes up the next morning. What's going on? All I, of these larvae. I can see for miles. <laughs> She's just outside eating flowers. 
Probably not. Her legs are super chunky, full of yellow stuff. <laughs> well, I'm divorcing her. I don't care what kind of superpowers she's got. I won't tolerate a chunky leg. And her woman. husband leaves her. <laughs> she could uh, make Thanos' <laughs> hand so sticky yeah. he can't snap his fingers. Yeah. Her superpower is uh, attracting black guys. <laughs> my ass and my legs got so thick. How you doing? I understand your husband left. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> I'm Africanized. We'll have to uh, make her a villain. She can distract Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> she goes to Wakanda and makes all those do what's this then? Mm-hmm. Look at that thick ass. They're all falling for her. Follow my thick ass bee wife. Mm, I'm gonna make that woman my wife. Chicala, we have trouble over here. Oh, we got trouble everywhere, man. Starting right in my pants. See that big ass, fat ass, thick legged bee woman? Queen Bee. She's Queen Bee. Singing Beyonce song. <laughs> oh man. All the single Yeah. Don't fall for it. She's so sweet. The origin story includes her white husband leaving because she got thick legs. <laughs> I can't be here anymore. You're different. How so? Just you are. I can't say it. It would be mean. Anita, you've changed. I don't know what's happening to me anymore. I do. You're getting a little thick in the trunk. No, him. no white man wants this. Yeah, and then that guy's carried off by all her bee servants. And that creates her anger. The divorce creates her anger. And then she tries to stop Black Panther with her sensuality. I mean, essentially, that's all Scarlett Johansson's character can do. She can just kind of make you feel like she likes you more than she does. And then, oh, she's got some ninja skills, yeah, man. whatever. <laughs> that's the dumbest superhero I've ever seen. She can manipulate you with her beauty. Well, every woman has that power who looks decent. This isn't a superpower. You guys put a suit on her. That's the only thing that happened. She's got here. some sweet tasers. Yeah, she learned some She's karate. Shooting skills. Yeah, she yeah. learned karate. She went to you know C two tactical and got a suit. Like this is a special power that only she had. There are many, many women, even hotter ones than that, they could have used. I can go in there and make them think I like him. Oh wow, wow, what a power you've got with that sick ass bee lady. <laughs> She's got no chance. <laughs> He wrecks Black Panther and his whole army in a day. Ooh. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. <clears throat> Everybody look over to the left. Don't make it obvious now. We'll just work our way over to that table. <laughs> well, they are making Black Panther 2. So. <laughs> We've got the villain. We've got the villain picked out. The villain is just a fat-assed white woman. <laughs> and it's just, it's hypnotic. Damn! Damn! Why do we fight? We fight over one woman. Have you seen this woman? Have you seen her leg? Thick ass. I don't think you know what you're talking that about. That lady has got me under her spiel. And she's always got some guy in front of her uh, with the fog to keep everybody calm. <laughs> no sudden movement. Uh, it's 6.58. What do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? All right, wake Up Song brought to you by ELOteam.com. Congrats to Dr. Rob. Sold his house out there in Gilbert. And uh, now he's moving on to continue, continue his uh, doctoring. Mm. Cuts the fat off people. Oh, does he? Yeah. He's a body sculptor? He, well, he sucks it out of a uh, Lipo. Well, what are we waiting for? You got a discount, right? Yeah. You're like 20% off? Let's suck down into some glorious shapes, boys. <laughs> Oh, we had that story the other day. Yeah, sculpt him in the fat abs. abs. Now, I'm not taking fat abs. 
I told you already those would feel like little globs. <laughs> it would speed bumps. Yeah, little. What the hell is these? You got a lipoma. No, those are my abs. No, these are not abs. <laughs> these feel like when my dog got older. Got like 20 of these all over her body. You just happen to be in a row. I think Dr. he can Robert do it all. I think he can He can uh, give you that gastric bypass and suck the fat off you at the same time. Fantastic. Same time? Yeah. Awesome. That's a one hell of a surgery day. I don't know. He's Let's a superhero. Do it. Nice job, Dr. Rob. Yellowteam.com. Uh, we got Lamb of God up here and Slayer. Uh, there's one show. It's tomorrow. That's Lamb right. of God Slayer. Right. I'm on a Marth Cannibal Corpse. So we should probably do Lamb of God today. We got Laid to Rest up here, Redneck. Set to fail. That's going to be a hard show to get laid at. You think? Yeah. There'll be a lot of dudes. <laughs> There's a lot of men there. Well? Yeah. Well, I don't think it'll be hard. To... I guess you could still be yeah, a guy. You have common interests. The women will get laid. All four of them. In the rape attic. That's a rape. Pick. I mean, if there's ever a fraternity that would start, it's the Slayer Army. Maybe you'll be surprised, John. Oh, I would be completely and utterly surprised. Look at that gaggle of models over there waiting for a Monomarth to take the stage. Said no one ever. <laughs> I'm a big Monomarth fan when I'm not part-time modeling. <laughs> You're kidding, right? You said that wrong. When you see one, though, you are instantly in love. Oh, absolutely, because she's the only one with those types of pheromones that your body recognizes as sex. There's one. That's the common phrase used at a Amonimarth Lamb of God Slayer show. Oh, and Cannibal Corpse. Hey, there's one. <laughs> Didn't Fitz do that one time? The uh, Count the ladies? Oh, he's grabbing boobs for breast cancer or something. Or yeah. I can't do at that. At a Slayer show. Can't do that. Yeah, he raised $8. <laughs> Grab, grab wrong show, man. Grab seven boobs because one of the girls was, oh, it was already too late. Yeah, it was seven bucks. <laughs> it was already too late. I already had one removed. Oh, last layer show. Yeah, I'd rather fight in Winterfell than go to that show. That's gonna be. That's gonna be. You'd rather take on um, an army. I'd rather of the dead. by myself, me and Grey Worm, just take on the army of the dead than stand in that. That is a lineup that scares me to death. If I'm not in the suite there, I'm frightened. Come on. No, I, it's not of the fighting. It's of the puke and the sweating and the weirdness. It's a Thursday. It won't be too bad. Yeah, it'll be bad. It'll been be to, bad. We've been to plenty of stuff. I know, and I know what I've seen, and I don't want to see it been again. There. And I want to see all four of these groups. This is horrifying. It scared you, didn't it? Oh, it scared me to death. I've never seen more Indian puke in my life. And they just keep going. Clear. <laughs> Oh Brady, my God, Brady I, and I like being above it because you can look at it. You know, it's like a, a metal uh, rodeo. You yeah. just see the pen just oh, yeah. rotating we around. We literally watched a man nearly get killed, and then people just stepped over him. <laughs> no, biggie. no biggie. No biggie. Deal. Remember we took that party bus to Tucson, and that was the one where Kevin Robinson bit somebody in yep. the pit. There's biting. And then uh, the cops were everywhere. Yep, and, and somebody tried to punch a cop. Yeah. Yep. There's no real boundaries at this show. <laughs> All hell broke loose. It is, and and that was just Slayer. Now you've added Cannibal Corpse, Lamb of God. Uh, good night. <laughs> good gonna, night now. going to be bad news. <laughs> but for the people who like it and aren't afraid of it, I say yatahe. <laughs> Go forth and conquer. I, however, will fight no more forever. Forearm meet Belagana. <laughs> Say forearm forearm meat Belagana. <laughs> and that took forearm as a as a native name. I thought it was a guy with four arms. <laughs>
Boar armed meat belly gana. Wait a minute. Is that a plate at the Say Portopolis? Say hello to my little friend. Oh, you know, this in my forearm. Oh, you're going to forearm me in the face. Okay, go ahead. I, I misunderstood. I thought you were case. offering me a forearmed meat bilagana. It sounded like a plate. It's not like it came with sauces in the side. I'll have the forearm meat bilagana, please. That is not what I thought it was. I thought that was a four-meat platter. No, my forearm through your face, bilagana. Yeah, and they just fight you and laugh and like it. And I'm like, I'm just not, I'm, not, I'm done with all that. I think I saw on, on the internet Tom Mariah at, like, Disneyland with Mickey Yeah, Mouse. it's weird to see him being normal. <laughs> it is. And I don't blame the band. Like, they just go up there and go, whatever we did caused this. They're nuts. The band is, like, kind of what they are. They just are a band on stage doing their stuff. But, man, oh, man, whatever potion they've put in that music is. Lit up the fans of Slayer to a different degree. It is a different crowd. I highly recommend you take your mom to this for Mother's Day. <laughs> Just to show her the other side of Earth. I don't even know if this is still Earth. Uh, all right, where do you want to go with Lamb of God right off the bat? Yeah, let's do it. Do a little set to fail or? Uh... Laid to rest. Oh, you want to go laid to rest. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, it's a hell of a show. I'm, I'm, it's all energy, but I'm just telling you, I can't do it. I can't be part of it. And yes. The answer is pussy. Okay. I agree. Wimp. It's bitch. Yep. I can't do it, man. It's too much energy, and I don't like the music enough. So I'm not vibed up. I'm not amped up enough for it. I don't meet the levels necessary to get involved in that show. I bring it up to people all the time who ask me about it. I've never seen them. Should I go see them? Watch what Jim Brewer yeah, says. Yeah, Jim about Brewer's it. thing is perfect because the whole world changes. Metallica was on, which is metal. <laughs> yeah. And Slayer changed the world because they were coming up next. But yeah, that's the thing. I'm I'm not a fan of the music enough to be at the levels necessary to get involved in a Slayer show. And, and when you go, you don't just go. You get involved. You can't help it. It's going to it's going to involve you. You know those movies where like zombies attack one guy. And, like, they just keep piling on. Or when Mr. Anderson attacked Neo. Keeps coming. Like hundreds of them, and then all of a sudden you have to break out of the bottom of that. That's what it feels like, no matter where you stand. And it's fantastic. Like the Battle of the Bastards. <laughs> yeah, it just never ends. <laughs> it never ends. Pretty great. And then they send you out running away from the Slayer show while <laughs> arrows are flying through the air. Kill Billy Gunner. Forum. Forum. Meet Billy Gunner. Oh, the forearm meat, Billy Gunner. That sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> I now understand what that means. <laughs> you punched me in the face. You should go just to experience it, Toledo. You have to experience a Slayer show. Oh, no, no. You haven't been? Ever? I've never been. Mm, you got to see it. I don't know if I got it. Well, they're not going to be around much longer. So I know. This I've is my seen... last. This is, I'll call it. This is the last chance I have. Seen Lamb of God twice. Once they completely I dismissed a very good band clutch because they were just like no <laughs> that was a bad mix we don't want this clutch is up there doing their thing like we're kind of fun we're quirky fun band no nobody okay all right we'll just get off the stage that so nobody really wants us here and then lamb of god came on everything's gonna be different atmospheric we change left it's like i don't think i need to see this i saw him at some festival show too and it's just yeah it's just an, it's 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 like the weather changes everything's different i'm proud of you it's passion for music it's good but don't get mad at me. The Tucson bus trips were like a drinking problem. Never again. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're doing yeah. it again. <laughs> yeah, and then after the last one, you're like, no, this is detrimental to my health and my family, and I can't do this anymore. 
You're not going to take a bus to Tucson? That phrase alone horrifies me. Now, you're going to add Slayer to it? Come on, those are memories right there. Sure they are. It's like terrible ones. It's like the frat memories. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Except for at least Brady has some laughs. Mine are like, oh, that guy's dead. Who's in the luggage compartment of someone else's bus? Oh, that's one of ours. You had to wrangle bodies at the end of the night. I'm like, pulling bodies onto this thing. And they're like, oh, that's great. Wasn't somebody hiding from the cops that trip? Plenty of people. Well, Kevin, the guy that's that bit right. some people. That's right. They, I had to talk that was one cop. He away. Wasn't well, there, but there were tears, right? About, oh, there's always tears. Facing the yeah, cops. Well, most of the guys there start thinking about how their relationship with their dad didn't work out, and that's why they're there. And so the, the tears come later. That's where the tears come from. The tears come at the end of the show when they recognize that dad never loved them. But the, yeah, the I had to, two lovely ladies that were caged heat for a while. I think they did the prisoners. Yeah, Jay and that her was fun. girl, or whatever that was. And then uh, yeah, but that Kevin guy, I had to talk that one cop into not going too far. We'll get him on the bus. We'll keep an eye on him. We and, stuffed him in that luggage compartment. And one girl called Brady a rapist. Yeah, and then Bra- yeah. that's how sl- that's how bad wow. Slayer concerts are. Brady was accused of rape, <laughs> and he didn't even do it. And Brady didn't touch her. <laughs> it was a. It was a Precogged in her mind that Brady she, was going to rape her. She in the was desert. suggesting it. She she, she planted like, the seed. Well, yeah. She wanted you to. Uh, rape her. I gave her a ride home because she was out of her medication. Yeah, and that's on the a good way sign. home, she said, "You're not going to rape me, are you?" Hey, you know what I? You know what I will never do. Uh, not. Uh, you yeah. know what I'll never do. Uh, this this will never occur in my life. I'm out of my medication. I need a ride home. I know. The next, thing I, the next thing I say will never be, let me get the door for you, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. Well, you well, better figure it somebody's out. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. No, they don't. Snap. Oh, That's, well. That was Brady's excuse to get that <laughs> I know. Yeah. To take the girl who's off it her meds. It was a bad decision. My meds have not, sta- I got to get stable. Let me get you home. The upside, I get home earlier. Yeah. No, no, no. But then an no. hour and a half. I will never in ever in my life have somebody tell me they're off their meds and they need a ride. Just let, let me, I'm clicking the lock. That was dangerous. You yeah. should have at least got Roadhead out of that. Yeah. Well, that would have been awful for Brady. <laughs> Why? Now I got to marry her. I love you. Dang it. <laughs> Take her back to Columbus. Well, I've got to do the right thing and we're well, going to get married. How'd you guys meet? Chemically unstable woman. Will you be my bride? <laughs> Uh, is that a yes? I think she, said yes. I think she just gargled yes. Uh, she's like Chewbacca now. Oh, what are you doing? Wow, she's trying to put her fist in her mouth. We need to get her some pills. Yeah, that was bad. You're not going to rape me, are you? No! Did you ask what kind of meds they were? We knew. <laughs> the stabilization one. It was a variety pack. Oh, I bet. I don't know if you've ever Does heard of this. Is it cornucopia? <laughs> but I'm only one of 1% of the world who's tripolar. Oh, God. I'm like, a, I'm like a trident of crazy. Sit down, little lady. You need a ride? And all I remember is like, is there a, is there a med that you can take for your chronic halitosis? Because uh, I'm in the car. Yeah. She was breathing out bad demons. Man. Yeah. You gave her a ride because you were so self-absorbed in getting yourself home. Oh, get home early. Let me take this crazy person from this prison yard all the way back to the house so I can get home early. <laughs> the great excuse to look like a good person. I- I'll take yeah. care of her. Guys, I got it. I got Gosh. it. Don't worry, I got her. This chick's like diabetic or something. She needs some insulin. We're going to get her home. I figured out a plan. Yeah. Oh, good time. How are you not in a bag in the middle of Casa Grande somewhere?
Let me get the door for you, for I will squire you to your residence. Oh, I don't have no home. <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> My medicine is in the desert. Well, let's go find that for you. Did you take her to her house? I dropped her off at uh, Walgreens and she said, I'll wait until it opens. <laughs> <laughs> you get a bag of mint M&Ms and you can have a conversation for four hours. Uh, all right, let's do it. Lamb of God laid to rest, which Brady almost was. Good luck to all of you going to this show. I'm proud of each and every one of you that survives it. But it, is, it is doing none of you any good for your problem with alcohol. And you know you have one. <laughs> if, if that sentence hurt a little bit, it's because you know it's true. Uh, fired off. It's Lamb of God. It's 98. Disturbed right there. It's down with the sickness. 7.30 already. It's perfect outside. Again, it's the bee season. you got to worry about that. Beehive hats that people are uh, getting caught in. Again, cartoons sometimes are real. The warning is out there. It's bee season. Starts May 1st, runs through the middle of June. Bee maybe, season. Maybe you just go out there wearing one, a fake one, oh, and they won't. Kind of like owls on your, your head. When you put owls yeah. on your roof, fake ones keep the real ones away. You already Smart. have a hive. That's right. No, that's what we're saying. Like those ladies used to have beehives for hats or for hair. Worst hairdo ever. It's not a bad idea. But anyway, be careful out there. But it is a perfect time to be outside. But uh, don't be stupid. Don't be one of those dummies that wanders off. Bit by a snake, they're out, and the bees are everywhere. I I estimated a couple months ago, and I'm going to stand by it. I think we'll have over a thousand deaths this summer or this spring from bees and snakes because it's just so pretty out there. Like all that rain made, I mean, Superstition's about to have that big bloom. It's going to be amazing out there. and It goes away in a week, so you have a bunch of people wandering around getting bit by snakes and knocking down beehives. So 1,000, 1,500 dead people from <laughs> bees and snakes. It's an estimate. Because I, I see out there driving, none of you are very bright. You need to watch the program. I think it's called Snake City on the... Uh it's Nat Geo Wild. Mm-hmm. The Australian couple goes out and removes snakes from... And last, I, I caught it yesterday, and yesterday, a nine-foot black mamba Whoa. in the kitchen. It's people's place, and they're like, yeah, we saw it this morning. We, how long have you been seeing it? For about a couple of weeks, the Ugh. kids walk in the, uh, to make breakfast, and there it is. They said, it's pretty big. Mambas, you know, are probably five feet, four yeah. or five feet. Ugh. Well, the place was such a dump. He's cutting <laughs> under the uh, cabinets, and it's trash. And then there's dead rats. The, the snake go. is just bite, biting the rats, and they run off and die. Yeah. So they're all over the place. Anyway, it's a nine-footer. The guy handles it. He picks it up it alive? Of, yeah. And he goes, this has enough venom to drop everyone. There's 20 people living in the house. And he just grabs <laughs> it with his hand? Yeah, well, he gets the snake hook, pulls it oh, out, and then, and then he gets down to the head. And then it's amazing. But you just, you're waiting for the guy to get bit. I'd have one of the, I, I could never be a snake handler because I would I have one of those little things wrap around their heads and have like a guillotine squeeze so I just cut its head off. I yeah. wouldn't even deal with that. I don't want to re-release it. I'm scared to death of it where it is. Anything I need a stick to handle to get out of my kitchen, I'm going to hit it with that stick. I'm not going to try to re- rehome it. So they bagged it and re-released it at an elementary school down the street. Nice <laughs> Perfect. The Perfect. Those kids aren't going anywhere. Sounds like a terrible neighborhood. Cha-ching, Australian Chavez. Cha-ching. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And Hooters is the place to go all through May now. We've got May on top of us. And we'll start it off with Wings Day. Wings Day Wednesday. All you can eat wings for only fourteen ninety nine. All you can eat. 
All of it. No limit? <laughs> Nothing. Chairs, tables. Yeah, all you can eat wings. No, they oh, limit it oh, to just wings. the wings. Not all you can eat everything. Although, who's going to frown on that if you're like, guess what else I can eat? Watch this. I'm going to eat a stool. Do it. I can't imagine Hooters frowning. The guy's going to eat a stool. Everybody's going to gather around for it. You're going to get a bigger crowd. Fourteen ninety nine every Wednesday. They try to limit it to wings, but if you're willing to eat some of the furniture, I'm sure they'll be accommodating. Uh, at your favorite or not so favorite Hooters location, uh, it's Wings Day. Get on over there today. Brady, report it. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. A couple of Wednesday morning fun facts. The average American factory worker in 1890 was putting in a 100-hour work week. Let's make America great again. One of your favorite songs, Mambo Number no. 5. Oh, Lou Bega. Bega. Oh, the Lou Bega. He isn't <laughs> from Cuba or any other Latin country. His name is David Lou Bega. He was born in Germany, and he's half Italian, half Ugandan. He was inspired to make the song after a trip to Miami. Okay. Were we worried about that? Was that something? I didn't even, I guess I did kind of assume he might have been Latin, but it doesn't change anything. It pissed me off. Are Germans not allowed? Is that cultural appropriation? That he likes likes that so much that he can't? That's cultural appropriation, but Hasselhoff isn't? He was singing it in English. Yeah, Hasselhoff is stealing the Germans. No, he's just, uh, he's going over there and being admired. I don't think he's actually trying to embrace him or like and dive into the German culture. He he can't help who loves him. Yeah, plus I think he's German. He is. So it's okay. German. Yeah. German heritage. Lou Bega, I mean, that sounds Italian. I don't think he's trying to fool you. He just really likes Latin chicks. Is that wrong? I miss him. So do I. I thought that career was going to blossom. <laughs> I kept waiting for Mambo number six. I'm like, why, Lou? Why? Where's Don't the next stop. one? One, two, three, four, five, six. David Prowse, the guy who played Darth Vader in the original Star yeah. Wars, was a weightlifting champion and helped Christopher Reeve bulk up for Superman. Mm-hmm. So Darth Vader was Superman's personal trainer. And then when he got his... Your insubordinance will be tolerated no further, Christopher Reeves. A new survey listed a bunch of different places <laughs> where we like to cry. Here are the top five places where we, we, we cry. We? Well, All America. Else? America has a top five cry zone? Yeah, they uh, <laughs> surveyed a bunch of people saying, where do you cry? Where's where the last time you cry? cried? Where is, where is your last location of tears? Church? No. The oh, Avengers. That's, that's been the Avengers. So when's the last time you cried? Dog died. Um, oh, let's, you know yeah, what? Let's not the count Masters. dying. Tiger, the Masters. Tiger okay. Woods. I think it was mine too. Dying doesn't count. Why doesn't? No, it's because it's obvious. It's an obvious. Like crying for like you know emotional oh, reasons. Or, yeah, yeah. Like a, like oh my god, I'm crying. Kind of like movie or. Isn't it pretty much all emotional reasons? Fight. Yeah, no, but I mean fighting with your wife. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean technically <laughs> death, down, death huh? comes <laughs> with crying. Yeah, I mean it's just it's too easy. It's too it's too low hanging. Like death comes with crying. Oh. I'm talking about crying when you're like oh my god, this is a thing that brought me to tears. Okay. You know, death of course that- it's going to make you cry, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. But the masters was what about you, Rich? That BBC thing you found on your kid's phone. Yeah, that was nearly the tears. tears well up yeah. there. Probably a movie, I think. Something. Yeah. I don't remember. They what have a lot of... What's with all the dog movies coming out? What they is, try to hurt you with that. It's like know. a whole genre in and just, itself. You know, spoiler alert, every time they killed the dog. <laughs> there's never been a dog movie where they're like, hey, look, you just saved the day, and now that's an Air Bud. Air Bud was so sad. He died that, in Air Bud? No, the real, dog, the real dog got cancer, oh, okay. and they just replaced him. It was awful. 
know, terrible. But yeah, all dog movies. Like you look at it, Marley and Me had that little puppy and Jennifer Aniston and Owen Wilson with their thumbs up in the poster going, oh. ah, bring it. And then they killed Marley. Turner and Did Hooch, they lose canine. Any in the, uh, he survived. What? Canine didn't. Canine oh, no. died. Turn, Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch died. died at the oh, end. That's right. They always died. That's right. Yeah, Homeward yeah. bound. That's right. Well, when it's the when the dog star, as the talking dog movies, those yeah. don't die. But those are never any good yeah, anyway. Benji didn't. Babe's the only one. That yeah, was. those don't those don't get you the talking dog. Movies. No, it's the real dog. Yeah, Benji was in great peril, but when the dog is the star. Like, it's his movie, and he actually is solving crimes and stuff. Very rarely. But when it's like just a family with a dog, a dog's journey, the dog dies six times because it's all about coming back. Is it reincarnation? Is that what it's about? It's basically about the dog having another, like, it's his journey through to get back to his original boy. And really, it is all about like I want to see if I can rip every tender moment so out you of get your six head dog and smash movie. you. <laughs> One of them is a he's in a he wakes up in a pound like he takes the. And he's in a. He's the on trailer a, makes sense now. Okay. And then one of them, because uh, I've read the book, uh, Candace downstairs like you got to read this. It's amazing, a dog's purpose. It's called. You read a book. I know. <laughs> and what so happened? I'm, but I'm in the middle. Of, so I don't know. So he, he, he goes into this, they have to put him down, and he's like, he made it through his full life, and you're like 20 pages in, you're like, I'm reading about the, the dogs being euthanized, and we're, I got like 80 pages left, this is not, not yet, and he goes to sleep, and then he wakes up, literally one time he, he's back, oh, my eyes open, and I, and I felt strange, but I felt that strange coldness that I remembered from the last time, and he was just a puppy, uh, who was found, and they're euthanizing him again because he's like an unwanted dog. So it was this message to the pencil. Immediately after you're like all broken down about that, he, he gets euthanized again as a puppy. And then he comes back again, he gets into a fight, and then he's a, he rescues some lady from a mom, but he's dying and dying and dying. Who and signs up for this movie? Dennis Quaid. I want everybody <laughs> in America to feel horrible. Does he die in it? And you leave. Yeah, probably. It, it's, they just kill everybody. It's so It's sad. actually worse than the Battle of Winterfell. It more is. Deaths. Because it's more emotional. At least you're not cheering for it. <laughs> and then you get to like the fifth life and you're like, I wonder how this one's going to end. <laughs> so 2,000 Americans Awful. were surveyed. Yeah. Here are your top five crying spots. Right. Uh, number five is a grocery store. 16% said they cried at the grocery store. Number four Out is state, walking yeah. down the street. Yeah, that's a good favorite of mine as well. 29%. 34% at work. That's number three. Number two is at a family event, 41%. And number one, mm-hmm. 53%. Drunk. In our car. It's not a place. Crying. Fetal position and drunk don't count. Yeah. <laughs> it's a state of mind. Yeah. You can ask all the tough guys here at KUPD when the last time they cried, and sometimes it's at concerts or their job. Hilarious. <laughs> the guys who scream out pussy for you listening to music. That, you listen to Team Impala? Pussy. Dude, you cried at work because you were in an argument. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm the pussy just because I like Team Impala. You got it. Hey, your dad called. He what? No, I'm kidding. He hates you still. Hey. Not you, Toledo. You're fine. I haven't seen you cry ever. Have I? Uh, yeah. When? Uh, when I told you my mom had oh, just had right. a stroke. Oh, that's right. We were in the hallway. That's a mess. That's right. Yeah, that's true. You came around the corner. You looked pretty bad. That's right. I forgot about that. So I have seen you cry. The 145th running of the Kentucky Derby is Saturday. And here's a couple of rundown uh, facts that you need to know. The betting. The purse this year's 
three million dollars. That's up uh, from two million. Uh, so first place will receive one point eight six million. Runner up will get six hundred thousand. Um, the losing jockeys get peanuts. If you even if you're finishing the race, get a couple hundred dollars. That's where it should be. Um, the favorites, Omaha Beach has the best odds at four to one. Game winner is close behind at five to one, and improbable is another one. Roadster are both six to one. Mike Smith is riding Omaha Beach. He rode uh, last year's winner. Justify the six foot five inch goalie for the Coyotes a few years ago. Yes, wow, yeah, the risk that that trainer's taking with that giant jockey, but it's working. And he got the triple crown last year. Yeah, he was the thirteenth triple crown in history, and only the second in forty years. Um, It's his third win at the Kentucky Derby. So, if he wins this year, he's got two under the belt. Oh, if he gets it this year, it'll be his third time. Yep. How many times has that happened? Jockeys um, with three Kentucky Derby wins. That's got to be rare, too. He'll become the seventh jockey to win back-to-back years. Wow. That guy's a uh, Hall of Fame probably for sure then, right? That's <laughs> that's that's some credentials. Last year, a little over $225 million was wagered on the horses around the country. That I like that. 8% from They the- haven't changed anything to kind of uh, mamby-pamby puss up horse racing when it comes to winning and losing that's what my aunt has horses and she brought a couple out here to turf paradise to breed or to breed them and get them out there and run them and she ran one in a stakes race i didn't know that your horse loses it's for sale like what yeah you put them in this race it's like if it doesn't come in first place anybody anybody else can buy it <laughs> you lose the rights to ownership if it doesn't win it's like why would you do that it's like that's yeah, a horse you're kind of like on the fence with so maybe another trainer can do better. Rain is in the forecast for this weekend. And Ooh, we're going to slap it up. Shoemaker had four. Four wins. He's third on the list. There's two guys that have won five times. Man. This 33-year-old guy, Thomas Wells. Uh-oh. From we have Pittsburgh, a- Pennsylvania. That's what he tells you, but Thomas Wells is from Scotland. Uh, He's a friend from Scotland. Thomas Wells from Pittsburgh. I haven't heard that accent. Oh, man, Scottish does. (laughs) Yens can't believe what's going on around you. Yens is driving me crazy. Where's the water, Thomas? That's Philadelphia, you bastard. damn it. We say Yens. We're Yensers on the old Pittsburgh PA. Oh, he'd be the worst over there. I haven't heard from Thomas in a while, but he texted me the other day. I drilled out the locks of an old woman who couldn't pay her bills the other day. You'd have loved it. I'm like, can I? Why don't you ever invite me with? Oh, she wasn't home. But our house was filled with cat feces and, and like, little tiny figurines. Well, we swept them all away. Every memory she's got, it's in a box. This Thomas Wells had been living with his mom um, the last year, uh, the past year, and he Sweet finally money. kicked him out in September after he wouldn't stop drinking and smoking weed. Sweet Maggie. He was so upset that he grabbed a box of his grandfather's ashes flushed him down the toilet. That's what you do. I'll show that, batch. Mom didn't realize it until February. That's when she called the cops. Wow. Interruption of the Thomas Wellsters got a text that said, I cried last when I won $250,000 cash. Cha-ching, Chavez. Now that's getting it done. That's just winning it. Yeah. Oh. When luck smiles on you. Congratulations. Great moment. I hope the guy on the light rail heard that.
Another guy, John. Futurama. The episode is called Jurassic Bark. Saddest episode I've ever watched. And that was a goddamn animated you dog. Crying at future. Oh, they killed the dog. Yeah, that's tough. And you know, none of us even got emotional about Thomas Wells flushing his grandfather <laughs> down there. We cry at Marley and me, but you hear like... The weirdest thing. Saddest story in the world. I got mad at my grandma and I flushed my grandpa down the can. Oh, that's terrible. I just watched Marley and me and I cried for a half hour. It's not even a very good movie. Was it the end of that... Uh, what was that Catholic movie that we went to with Megan? Meg oh, lost Jesus. Her well, she lost that. She was just so emotional about the... Spotlight? The Boston yeah, Spotlight. spotlight. Yeah. Oh. That is a... When they start doing oh, the, oh, the no. names at the end. Look, they, yeah, they ran the names of all the rape oh. victims and then all the priests that did it. And the worst part is the close-ups of the faces of the cherubs in the choir singing yeah. Christmas songs. Uh. And basically the movie saying, about to be raped. Here's a line. <laughs> nothing, nothing has stopped. Was the, the movie ended with, by the way, none of it stopped. Oh, man, that was sad. And she just got, she, all she was thinking was, I was part of that. Because her church right down the street yeah. busted three guys and shipped them all over town. And after we sing, we go to the scout meeting. The, the end of Spotlight is brutal. In December of 2002, Cardinal Law resigned from the Boston Diocese. He was reassigned to the Basilica de Saint Maria Rome. in Rome. Yeah, they just they just moved him. Here's a list of everyone who's ever been raped by a priest. <laughs> in the following places. This is going Look to take hours and hours. Yeah, this is just the cities where they had more than a couple hundred kids raped. Here's what we uncovered. There's two pages. Oh, we're only, yeah, we're, yeah, Phoenix is on there. But yeah, the, one of the last scenes is Christmas Day and the choir starts with Megan lost. Oh, there's the international movie. cities, John. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's a worldwide epidemic. Catholic rape. Ha ha ha. I don't think that's what it said in the book. Sure, it does. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah, that movie. Uh, I got weepy at that, but I'm not Catholic. She was raised in it and was like, this is... no idea this was going this on. This is horrible. But they did. Well, she did. Worst part. Maybe. No, the, but I mean, yeah, people... Older. Yeah, but the, but the like, problem is... I can't is, believe this was going on. People knew. I think that's, that's the, the sad thing That's about the it. part the that sucks most is that not even the people... Well, the people in when charge most certainly... When runs out of his house and goes down the block... Oh. Because he recognizes the address, he's been there yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. My uh, they were moving people around sixties and seventies. Oh They've been moving day. people around for Shuffling. literally hundreds of years. Yeah. And that movie was that movie was devastating. That was not a feel good film. Neighbors would get moved. Their house would yeah. go for. They just relocate. There I am with a diet coke and a bag of peanuts, M and M's. Crunching away. So, yeah, it certainly sucks. Glad I wasn't part of that. I was right. I was right. All time. Not to even get involved. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> She's not going to make it. You sound like those kids on screen with something stuck in their mouths. And you almost wanted to ask her, like, what, are you, what, what did this, what sparked this? Yeah. Uh -oh. Right. Is there something? No. It turned out, you know. We're going to a therapist. She then knew at that point, you know, that the guy that dunked her in water had been shipped away. You know, the guy that was there that wasn't there all of a sudden was left for a reason. They, they were all before, in on maneuver. Before he got to you. Whether he was touching people was beyond it. He was one that shuffled. So they, you know, they just kept scrambling the pieces so you couldn't ask questions. Terrible. Horrible organization. I stand by that 100% across the board. In Cypress, Texas, there's a little road rage incident. A motorcyclist 
flipped off the lady as he's changing lanes, and as he's flipping her off, he lost control on his bike. No video. They showed a picture of the bike, but he's in critical condition. That'd be a lesson. The best part about when we saw Spotlight, Eric, and I remember this because that was right when that theater that we went to was kind of going through its transition from being nice to being garbage. Like they, they at first, I it's didn't the, remember it's which the, one yeah, it was. I do. I remember this entire moment because your wife ordered a salad that came out more like soup. Like oh. they had so much water and dressing and whatever <laughs> that she's eating it. And I was sitting close enough, like she goes, oh, this is repulsive. And I looked, and I'm like, that is not a salad. That is a liquid. And she laughed, and I'm like, but what do we have to complain about? Because we're literally watching kids getting raped. <laughs> That's hard to enjoy it's your food. Hard, it's, well, also, it's hard to sit back and go, I won't accept this, please. Was it a... This is a bridge too far, sir, as I try to watch this movie about child rape. <laughs> this is not a salad to my liking. How do you even dare complain was it that your combo? life isn't going well? Maybe it was a soup and salad all in one. No, it was. It was yeah, well, whether up. she ordered it or not, that's what she got. <laughs> she got like, it was the weirdest thing. And I just remember thinking, you know, when this place first opened, they really tried hard with the food. And I've noticed the last couple Downhill. times. And that was kind of the one where I'm like, I think this one's done. But it was, it was like literally she could splash her salad. But but I, you can't just. It's like when I when Janny when I go take my African friend and he gets mad about the appetizers being cold. I'm like, settle down. He's allowed at this. No, point. he's do whatever he no, wants. He still he? has to just close his eyes and go. It's food. It's not my he friend's does? piss. Okay. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Sometimes just sit back and go. I'm not going to make somebody else's day a nightmare. I can't be that. I can never be the guy who goes. The food before the food is cold, <laughs> dude. Choke down the skins. You're fine. How can I eat this? The bacon bits are cold. Did you just hear yourself? Maybe he's uh, blocked out all the everything. <laughs> he hasn't. He, I, he talk to him. No, he hasn't. I talk to him about it all the time. He recounts that story every week to school somewhere. Every time town. we go, we, I had a pretzel, a, the bevy with him, and it was a little hard. And I'm like, eh, it's still better than drinking your piss for survival. <laughs> that's for sure. He doesn't take it as a joke. Clink. You know that's to be true. <laughs> he needs to hang out with you more to be yeah. grounded. Yeah, I look at him like, come on. This macaroni is inedible. Do you want me to piss on it? Make it more like a home meal? I hate you, John Humbug. But you're right. How dare I complain about this? And you're there just to keep reminding him. I don't yeah. know if that's good to... Maybe it's not good I got him uh, six dozen tube socks to send back to his village for feminine hygiene. <laughs> if you're part problem. of the... That's uh... a big problem. <laughs> he hates me because I make jokes about stuff. Well, he's American now. We can do that. If you're part of the generation that grew up getting trophies and stickers for all of your achievements, good news. The I Adulted calendar is coming out next month. It's a 16-month wall calendar that comes with 100 stickers. You can give yourself for doing a good job. Even Like I put the phone away. I got stickers when I was a kid. As a kid? You're not giving yourself as an adult. I hate the phrase adulting. It's supposed so much. to be ironic, but they're selling the uh, calendars for $16 on Amazon. It's like those coloring books. Didn't your generation <laughs> uh, get stickers, Brady? You got stickers. We got stickers. Yeah, yeah we go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the stickers go way back. Oh, the stickers are fine, but not for adults. The adulting. scratch and sniff. Yeah. Oh, those were great. But uh, trophies, you didn't get participation. No. 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 no I those adulted. More because they're expensive. I, I took the stairs. I paid my bills. That's what it should be. It's the only one should say. I paid my bills. I put food on the table. <laughs> one I'm an for adult. Eric's wife. I ate a salad. That it was a soup. That was a soup salad. 
terrible. That is funny though. Yeah, if you had one on you, if you would, you would immediately like the first day, be like, "That's funny, nice job with your prop." That's funny, and then if that person's doing it every day, you're like, "Oh no, this is a thing." You know, downstairs in our sales department, it would happen because they've got like eighth grade glitter projects. They're all proud. Yeah, what's going on down there? Uh, There's a lot of arts and pictures. I I told the person responsible for it. I'm like, "Look, you know these people hate this. No, it's a real good team building exercise. Mm. No, it's not. They hate every second of it. They just don't want to tell you because you're the manager." No, I'm like glitter and glue, and they build like the signs perfect up client. there. Don't run with scissors. Yeah, they got that stuff. <laughs> and you walk by, and then they are hate. those pictures down there done by adults? By the salespeople, because yeah. it looks like children. Yeah, of course it does. Of course it does. That's nobody's the, advanced. Nobody's doing pictures. art down there. That's the last time they did it. <laughs> Everybody, take your your paper and team up with your crew and draw what you think the perfect client wants. And they all draw a stick figure that says, "My business to be better." Now, Doug, that stick yeah. figure is not Doug, very welcoming. We shouldn't have put boobies on your stick figure. <laughs> Just a perfect client. <laughs> and what Douglas. is Dickums? What is Dickums? Why did you draw what's called a Dickums? <laughs> I thought. What's a Dickums, and why are these two Indians here? I thought somebody's kids drew that. I didn't realize it was them. <laughs> what are these naked girl Indians doing in your Dickums photo? <laughs> we'll make better clients. I swear, Katie, I don't draw yeah. pictures. <laughs> I don't draw boobs. <laughs> And then get my glue, and I made a little piggy, a glitter pig. <laughs> but they hang them up downstairs, and they're adults. They've got these, these sixth-grade projects all over downstairs, and I, I flat-out <laughs> said it. I'm like, this is the dumbest. No, no, it's. I read an article where this is really effective. Yeah, just like putting Moynihan in that car and telling him, hey, fat schlub, <laughs> spin and become something worth, uh, you know, while. Next week, they're throwing clay. They're bringing yeah, a bunch good. of wheels. Good. Well, then once you do it and you're done, don't leave it hanging up for months. Oh, they do it, yes. Let's well, get no, rid of the They're very proud evidence. of it. They're very proud it's of it. It's a giant refrigerator down there. I know. What what's is. going on? Well, I bought glue and glitter and put it in one of the drawers, and I said, next time this happens, <laughs> spice this up to a level that no one will expect. Like, make a sun, with super glitter sun. Like, let's take these arts and crafts projects. I'll bring in today. We're yeah. making a paper mache bust of our favorite yeah. client. I'm bringing the extra supplies from Lisa's classroom. Yeah, yeah let's bring some stickers. <laughs> we'll give them grades Blue on their projects. Exactly. <laughs> I want to just write an F on all three of those papers you got hanging on you that didn't stairwell. Even try. What in the world is I this? I walk by it every day. Like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> Doug stick figure with the huge cans and the dickums is weird, but it's the best one. <laughs> a company in Australia called Archie Rose just made a new liquor. Called Archie Mite Buttered Toast. Okay. They made it out of the butter and sourdough, and apparently it's supposed to taste like alcoholic Vegemite. Hmm. If you like Vegemite's Vegemite, horrible. <laughs> Vegemite certain taste. is like unearthed bug guts. Vegemite is awful. Some Australians love it, some hate it. Like, it's like one or the other. There's very few that are indifferent. We'll end it with a couple uh, of radio videos. The uh, first one is a truck that explodes with a it had a hundred oh, pound. Right. You had me right there. Propane yeah. tank in it. It was in a drive-through at at uh, Burger oh, King in Arkansas oh, for no reason. Well, yeah. electricity. Someone told him, "Hey, your tank's leaking." Oh boy, he's going to the Burger King anyway. Doo, doo, doo. Is this the camera that picks it up, or the yeah? Camera the camera. This is the camera that picks it up. But I guess one of the employees said your uh, tank's leaking. It's like a beautiful day in Arkansas. It's already on fire a little bit. But That's watch an oxymoron. The, uh, I don't know where it is, but I bet you. Oh, right there it is. Oh, you know. That's hundred pounds. Most certainly was. Probably pretty. I was expecting a very small That's flame. That car was engulfed. <laughs> there was nothing about that that wasn't bad.
First degree burns only. Well, like yeah, because he got out. It was like a 10-minute warning. No, he was, was in there. What he was, was he still in there for? Waiting for his whopper. Oh, yeah, well, that's flame broiled. Yeah. So. <laughs> his was extra special. They do it your way. You is this here? The chicken fries. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> this is the dumbest story I've ever seen on the news. I saw this <laughs> Oh, yesterday. yeah, This did is you? terrible. Totes adorbs, Joe. Yeah. This is a guy who lives in Georgia, Mike Cardenas. Mm-hmm. He uh, rehabbed a hummingbird that was injured. He found and it's a... come back this is four what? years this is in a Megan's row dream. and lights yeah. on his hand. Okay, but... All right. This is Megan's dream. Jim. I a hummingbird run into me. I don't think they know. <laughs> Mike Cardenas is not the guy. All of the feathers in his wings were broken away, and he couldn't take flight. He named him Buzz and nursed him back to health with Pedialyte, sugar, and a safe place to heal. I had Crack. to wait until he molted and then regrew new wings, and that was eight weeks. He became a part of the family. Eventually, Buzz regained his strength. He would fly around the yard and then come back again when he got exhausted because that was his comfort zone until he finally took off and it became winter time, and then he left for the winter and came back every year so far for the last four years. From Grovetown to South America and back to Mike's backyard. This is video of Buzz's visit last year. And yeah, it's the same hummingbird. Random hummingbirds don't land in your hand. <laughs> this year, Buzz caused some concern. He covers he himself in sugar water and stands water. outside. I was kind of worried about yeah, him, like... and I was on the front porch and was actually sweeping off the front porch, and I felt something <laughs> around my head. Put my hand out, and he landed on my hand. Back it's for Buzz. year four to prove an act of kindness really does go a long way. Yeah, this is making oh, the, the rounds in the news. He's rehabbing a uh, chipmunk right now. Oh, he's he's Doctor Doolittle all of a sudden. Yeah, that's what they call him, the local Doctor Doolittle. Uh, Jared Dillingham and uh, Nicole Kreitz did that story yesterday, right after they told <laughs> me about two people who died, and then that came on. They looked at each other and goes, "That was nice." Can't end it on us. <laughs> like, well, you know what? We're going to end it right there, folks. Because what the hell just happened? Yeah, he's nuts. I love you, hummingbird. I also have a chipmunk. Look at all the flowery plants he's put in his yard now, too. He just wants that bird back. It's more hibiscus. (laughs) I knew he got more hibiscus means more friends. More feathery friends. I'm covered in salt. I'm going out to find some deer. Honey, I'm putting sugar all over my body. I'll be outside. They're going to make those birds land on you. Nope, they do it because they want to. That says to me, I hate retirement. Yeah, well. These are my friends now. That wouldn't be so bad. But I wouldn't call the news. He had to call the news. He had to do that. You know who'd be interested in this? The world. (laughs) No, he doesn't have any friends. He plants hibiscus all day, covers himself in sugar water, and stands outside and hummingbirds land on him. He's like, I'm calling the news. He had to call. Wake up, go to the shooting range. (laughs) He still trains. (laughs) Yeah. He does targets in the morning, comes home. Covers himself in sugar water. Lure birds. Yeah, lure birds to my finger. Feel my, feel like God for a second. Let bird fly away. Rinse off. Shoot again. Call the news. You would have gone to that CVS to get that bird. <laughs> I would have just picked him up and I, I don't shipped know, it to put him. Put him in the garbage. It's done. He's done. He's walking through the CVS because he, he's done. At least he was smart enough to go into the CVS like I can't be outside anymore. It's dangerous. I'll go to the drugstore. Maybe he's trying to get, trying to get a prescription. Is him an injured bird? Need some antibiotics? Yeah, that dude called the news. Yeah, I think I've been doing something pretty neat you guys might want to see. What is it? I got this hummingbird friend. Click. Hello? 
Yeah, how many calls did it take for the news? Like, all right, we got to go see this lunatic. I'm also nursing a squirrel back to health. Maybe a follow-up. That's what you call it in the news biz, right? The, the reporter that got that assignment were driving to a guy's house in the woods because he nursed a hummingbird back to health. It is a slow day. That, that reporter's just rooting for ISIS to do something. i got a viper right now with a sore on its side. <laughs> I just go out and I kick animals and then I nurse them back to health. Yeah, it's terrible. That is not news. But I can't imagine anybody else called. You've got to go to Mike's house and see this. He called. News, come here. I don't think I'd ever do that. I'm going to call the news and then have them film me. Look, I touched A hummingbird ran into me. It's the scariest sound I've ever heard in my life, but I was over by the hose bib, and he was in a you think tree it's a behind giant me. Bee. Oh, my God. It's yeah. the biggest bee ever. <laughs> right in real, and then just get dumb, and he bumps into me. We, uh, I almost threw up. I thought I was going to die. That noise is unbelievable when it's close to your ear. I'm uh, calling the news today. We have three nests on our patio. Hummingbird nests? Yeah. Yeah. The news needs to know. I've been calling them for like a year. <laughs> yeah. They're not coming out. They're still there. Now there's three. <laughs> guys are really blowing it. Call us back when there's five, weirdo. Okay. Cover yourself in sugar water and some hay. See if they can build themselves a fourth. <laughs> Dummies. Every year they come back. Four people were killed as Catholic priests raping boys were burned in a fire. Also, a man nurses a hummingbird. How can this be the same show? How is it the same half hour? Variety. It is yeah, variety. Good with the bad. Let's check sports weather and, uh, oh, well, there's four dead people in a fire and they're drowning at the same time. Your emotions oh, are just so up and down yeah, during mess. the broadcast. <laughs> kind of like the Brady Report. Here's a guy blowing up at Burger King. Whoa. And a man with a hummingbird on his finger. Oh, <laughs> We're bipolar. We'll be right back. Brady has been doing more uh, uplifting Touching animal stories. I, I did weed one story out today. I was going to... Let's know. have it. No, it's good news if you're in your 70s. It's and you, you can't smell. You lost your sense of smell. you sure. got a 50% chance of dying within 10 years. If you can't Increase. smell? Yeah, if you, if you lose hey. your smell... Thanks, you're 70 baby. and your they nose you're doesn't work. You're on the 10-year count. You're on the 10-year count when you're 70 That's anyway. That's what I was figuring, yeah. but they're saying, oh, no, it just speeds it up even more. No smelling? Yeah, so yeah, now, your body's now shutting you're down. I can't smell anymore. Oh, no. So this is I've a got thing, 10 years. like, for anybody? Like, yeah, if all of a sudden you can't smell? Yeah. You're in a, trouble. Huh? You've, you've got 10 years. years. Here's yeah. the thing I know. <laughs> That when your body's functions start to voluntarily shut down, you've already you, you're pretty much on the path of dying. You're on your way. Can't hear, can't. Sorry, Brady. Can't hear, can't smell, can't see. Those are senses that your body really likes. Hey, John, turn off uh, Brady's headphones for a second. Okay. You know what they don't see? Rehabbing a grizzly bear. I want to see that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. Bring that up. I was sweeping the porch and I heard a kathunk, and I realized I was smashing a grizzly bear. Those weren't leaves. And I nursed him back to health, and now he lets on my arm. Comes back every year. Every year he comes back. And I leave raw meat in the trash. It's not a coincidence. It's the most precious thing ever. Idiots. Uh, there you go. That's your Brady Report. Brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. It's 98 KUPD. I've been corrected, by the way. A dog's life is the one where the dog dies six times. Uh, a dog's purpose is the goddamn sequel. So they're just going to keep killing this dog. Then until, there's a journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can't keep. They, they just want to keep murdering this dog as many times as you'll cry about. It. 
Nate Bargatze, who's here next week, has a great joke about that. He's like, uh, his his daughter's like five years old, and they had to put their dog down. Or it was getting close. Like, the Annie was a very old dog. It's like, uh, so I had to kind of brace her for it. He said, the vet had told me that it was any day now. We're in trouble. And he said, uh, so I sat her down, and I said, look, the time's going to come where she's very sick and very old, and where she's going to die. And that's what this means. She said, and then... Like, it seemed like it would register, and then the next day, he's like, you oh, know, I need to explain it again. She's playing with it. Like, look, you have to understand she's very old. And he said, and then Annie did something miraculous and lived for six months. He said, but every day, I sat my daughter down and said, she's going to die. <laughs> they just set her up. Set her up. And he said, when the dog died, it was like she'd never heard any of the news. It's true. That's what this movie's doing. It's going to get you all braced up for the next time you have to do something awful with your pets. I can't tolerate it. As much as I love animals, I don't know why... Dog people will tell me, like, you got to see this movie. I'm like, no, I know what happens in that movie about dogs. You fall in love with the dog and they kill it. But my dog, Skip, I, I swear to God, I left there. I lost weight from tears falling out of my head. I was blubbering like a moron. It was everything every woman wanted. I couldn't control myself. Skip reaches up on that bed because he can't jump up there anymore because of his arthritis. And he just touches the boy like, this is it. You know, this is it, right? And you're not going to see me ever again because he's off to college. Like, oh, for Christ's sake. And then he'd sleep in the bed. And, of course, they kill Skip in the end. I'm a blithering moron. Like, and people like, don't you just love that as a dog person? No. No, you don't want to see no. that. No. That's why everybody freaks out in Game of Thrones about those dire wolves because oh, they've all died. Kills me. Yeah, and then so there's one left ghost. And everybody, did ghost what survive? Happened? Did ghost make it? That, I don't even know. He's sitting he next did. to him. Okay, good. Because in he, the preview of next week, they show him good. a little clip. So he took oh, off. He's not yeah, a Darth okay. Rocky idiot. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, I, I was seeing. I, I watched it again to see if he ran back, retreating yeah. with the rest of the uh, the that's horses. A, and that's the, what people are worried about. Like, well, I was worried about it. I thought the same thing. I'm like, did the dog make it? Because don't send him. Here's what I know. <laughs> yeah, why is he up front? If you read Yahoo, uh, all the white people made it out of the Darth Rocky fight. A couple of them, which is for the true. most. I know it's pretty true, Eric. They killed almost all the Darth Rocky, and the only two white guys. Lord that Buccaneer, were, yeah, Lord Buccaneer and the White Dog made it. <laughs> Lord Buccaneer, but outside of Lord Buccaneer, no, and Lord the white Buccaneer dog. died in the end. In the end, but not when he he was smart not enough to the let the Darth three. Rocky take it. Operation Get Behind the Darkies, and they did that, and they're in, you know like they're they've got heat from some organization saying they kill off minorities That's like crazy. Stupid. I don't know who you're supposed to apologize for that. There are no Darth Rocky people. Jason Momoa. I guess that's a person you just issue an apology to him, but there's people saying they kill off the minorities first. And then, the, and in truth, looking at it, if you, I try to put myself in the perspective of a black person, the way they lined it up were the, the miserable warrior Darth Rockies and then the Unsullied, who are almost all black. Are they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've only seen a few of their faces. And they're all Stray black. Worm. Yeah. They're yeah. all black. Yeah. They're, they're, so we're just supposed to assume they're all that color? Well, and they were enslaved? Yes. We well, are. John, Because the there's a reason you enslave is, a certain if, group. If you're the host of the war, which is the Stark family and that, right. they're the last to go in. You're the host. Of course. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's your house. It's you, yeah. yeah, you're protecting the last line. And most the guests of the time, go first. And most of the time, <laughs> the home is owned by a white. Right. And that's what we're saying. Yeah. And, of course, the White Walkers will not tolerate these savage beasts coming. So they, they but George R. R. Martin wrote those to reflect, mm -hmm. like, the, our history, like, right. like yeah. human history. So, so that's it. The insane. Accurate. Yeah, it's not too, but it's, but they would, but evidently there's a group of people that would have liked it if a gaggle of white people ran after the White Walkers first and gotten killed. That would have made them happier. Not send in the darkies, and then we've got backup darkies if this doesn't work, and then we'll start fighting. Well, don't worry. There's plenty of opportunity for more white yeah. people to Next die. week, they're sending the women and children first. <laughs> yeah. Which is why, in my pool, 
and this is good news for me, in the pool, I picked Grey Worm to win the throne because eventually political correctness has to get to these writers. Hey, you could be honest. Uh, eventually it has to because they're already mad about, they want apologies to a group of people that don't exist because they were the first ones in the war. So I'm like, and I, I like think Grey Worm wins. Yeah, because he he's, he's been, been through, through so much. Lot. He's been through so much. He he's a got a hot chick, though. He's got that gorgeous woman that he kind of scissors with. But he's been through so much. And, it, you know, eventually political correctness wins out in this day and age every time. So I'm picking the guy who is coming from nowhere. Your problem is Grey the Worm. show's done. I know. They're getting heat now. The show's already in the game. I know. But they saw it coming. So they're they? like, I know. Well, if we're going to catch If we have a white person take over the throne and not the midget, we're going to hear about it. We're going to kill off all these black people and all these tribes, and then a white person gets it. All they have left are white people and gray. Well, if you let a woman take it, then. Mm. That's kind of because the only women you've got left are bloodthirsty, bad images of women. So even women's groups would be like, well, we're no, now it's just that typical bitch in the office place. You have to let the black guy win it all. He's got to. Grey Worm's going to be the, the throne holder. We'll see. He did kind of, uh, he was looking at the Red Witch, a little upset. Before you walk off, just one more little spell. Grey Worm? Give me, yeah, yeah, give me a unit. Yeah, could you fix this? Just one more prayer. You got it, kid. No, you burst. It's burst into flame. You did the wrong spell. My dick's on fire. I can't feel it, but it's on fire. I would have at least asked. She's yeah. got those kind of powers. Like, but it's like Columbo. Yeah, one last thing, ma'am. One last thing. Could you uh, <clears throat> harden this up? Yeah, the, uh, but so I, I think Grey Worm wins because I can't believe our society is so screwed up. That someone actually took time to get a group together to say, can you believe how racist Game of Thrones are? They owe an apology to the Dothrakis. And it's a serious group. This is not like a joke that you read on The Onion going, ah, ha, ha, that's good stuff. Oh, it's they are, clickbait. It's not clickbait. It's an actual, it but it doesn't matter. Clickbait it's, it's is real, Eric. That's the problem. I know it's real, you can it's, sit back and dismiss it, but, but if it you changes get mad stuff. about it, then that's what they well, nobody's want. Nobody's mad about that's it. That's what they want. But nobody's mad about it. They want people to fight over the it. point, and they do because the, right. the articles get printed, and that changes things. And but then it, you, it changes minds because you don't want again. Everybody ignores it. It's not a story. But it's not going to happen. That is a Pollyanna. Well, neither is us uh, bitching about it. Either. Well, nobody's bitching about it. We're a show that talks about. No, I understand that, John. I'm saying though, I'm just saying everybody ignores it. But it won't happen. So then the next step is money gets sketchy, and then people get weird. So they have to do the proper thing. So everybody goes down these aisles, and you're like, ugh, everything's been watered down. Everything's been a watered-down nightmare because of clickbait. That's my point. It's not a thing that most the majority of people are doing. Nothing is. But a little 3%er will throw out a story, and everybody's like, oh, we got to be careful, or it's going to make money nervous. And if it gets any legs or traction at all, then all of a sudden we're like, well, we can't sell this because they say we're racist. You don't want that label. You can't have it. I'll I'll see it. I'll look at it. I choose not to participate in of divisive course. stories that their only intent is to most divide time, people. But that's my that's point. Their only that's and my most point. Most people laugh at ninety three percent of people are doing that very same thing. But when it gets a little traction, three percent can make money nervous. And and that it's going to happen. You can't stop it. And that's what I told you. I said yeah. it's, that's just the I, way. I it understand is. you can't. But stop it. it changes but by the way. giving it credence but, and bitching about it. But it's on the not, radio. No, no, no. That's not the point. You're missing the point. That I'm, I'm saying that once it starts, it doesn't matter who's talking about it. Once it goes on a Yahoo, you're sitting back and you're but like, But you oh help spread the story. But that's the reason I That's the reason I picked Grey Worm. That's the reason I picked Grey Worm is because I know that deep down, societal pressures from a tiny little group of people are going to make it so you've got to politically correctly Maybe you can start your it. movement after the fact if yeah. he doesn't get it. If he doesn't get it, then I'm going to start yeah. saying if I can get a 3 percenter out of this and start getting some cash out of it. 
It's just, it's a ridiculous notion, but it's the way things work, and it's frustrating. You can ignore it all day, but it doesn't matter if we ignore it or talk about it or anything else. It's just one of those things. Like, well, that's the world we live in. It starts movements. It causes things to go, ooh, money gets scared. Money gets sketchy over 1%. One comment. I understand One that. comment. That's why I, I choose not to purchase And like I said. money gets scared, it could. Yeah. Uh, it, it works the other way, too. It increases. I mean, it's just more. Well, it can. It gets more people interested. Oh, really? Right. They're doing this? It can leak it. But, yeah, you get you get to that point where if somebody says it to the wrong person, the next thing you know, one person can make that whole thing go, all right, just get, just get, us, get them off our backs. It stifles creativity. It stifles people being like, yeah, you know, we can't handle this. It's easy. But, yeah, I picked Grey Worm because they're going to have to give it to the black guy with no dick. They have to. The only, and I've said this before. The only way to stop it is for HBO or corporations that are in charge of this stuff to ignore yeah. it. Hopefully they do. And they might. That's it. Because they've been do pushing, what you do pushing or... and killing kids like crazy. Yeah. But I, 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 for one, can't believe there's one person who's even like, okay, they will have Darth Rockies and apology. But then it starts, you start, and I mean, there's truth to it. That's the weird part. You look back and, well, they did line up behind the black people. <laughs> that is kind of the South Park well, thing. and, I mean, you look what Rome did. I mean, right. sometimes they'd go into war and they'd have someone else. Sure. But you can't do that anymore because that's an accurate history. They did it in some of the early seasons with, like, the Hill, Hills tribes. You know, they would, the uh, Lannisters used them to, in the front line. Through Tyrion up there. I mean, even even today, we'll, we'll train other people. Of course. But you can't do it by race. You can't say, send in the Moroccans. Let's see if the bombs go off with the Moroccans. People so lost their minds with the monkeys. It, right? You don't like it. it. Well, I don't think you should do it. I don't think there's something you should ever say, all right, let's just uh, we'll blow up all the minorities, and then we'll see if we send in white troops after that. That's, I mean, that's clearly wrong in real life. But I could say, you know, you can sit back and see the point. Like, people are like, ugh, I... Now you have to make a diverse war base for entertainment or somebody's going to say something like it actually affects their day. I just always know that money's sketchy. Money is sketchy. And if there's anybody behind it goes, well, you guys are getting racist rap. Just give Grey Worm the front. That way I win the pool anyway. Better day. Perfect. Uh, I want to play some Jeopardy since the uh, kid on Jeopardy is Holes ready Hauer. to go. Holzhauer. And I want you to have to slayer your answer. Answer in the form of a slayer. Or a Lamb of God, or a you cannibal corpse. Do you have an corpse. example of this? Yes. Uh, this P word is ravaging the body of the host of Jeopardy. And you go, boop, 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 boop. what is pancreas cancer? <laughs> and that's what we're going to play, Slayer Jeopardy. Today. Hopefully we can decipher your code. Yeah, and if it's not clear enough, we're just going to have to move on. Answer in the form of a Slayer question, and you will win. Slayer tickets. It's just that simple. Slayer Jeopardy is next. If you want to play 585-9800, it's 98KUPD. 98KUPD, it's a five-finger death punch right there. Never enough. It's 851 already in the morning sickness, and it is time for Slayer tickets to play a little of what I like to call Metal Jeopardy. Slayer Jeopardy is upon us right now, and uh, the theme music's the same because nobody's ever written a better Jeopardy theme song. It's not a metal version? There is, but it's awful. It's just a disastrous thing. So we'll just go with the original one, uh, which is fine. And, uh, you know, because Alex now has to face life and death situations, which I like to also consider uh, the fans of a Slayer concert in the very same predicament as Alex is in. Every day he faces it and says, is this the last day? Anybody going to a Slayer show has to think the exact same way Alex is thinking every day. So, And I bet a lot of the, your pancreas hurts after a Slayer. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure there's not a lot of pancreas comfort after a Slayer show. Are we allowed to joke about this? Oh, or? yeah. It's great fun. Yeah? Sure, sure. Sure. 
We're in the fraternity of course house. We are. Of course are we? We're good friends with that. Yeah. He wouldn't mind. You can't talk about not getting sensitive over one thing and then get sensitive over the next, Eric. Choose to ignore it. I'm That's tight with it. Trebek. That's right. Alex is the thing. Uh, he's the man, I tell you. Uh, but yeah, he'll, he'd laugh at it. He's got a very dark sense of humor and also a very dark spot on his x-rays. <laughs> it's okay because it's true and we have to deal with reality. Uh, today with Slayer uh, Jeopardy, I need you to answer in the form of a Slayer fan or answer as a Slayer, as I would say. So if I were to say uh, uh, this number Slayer. is the answer, uh, or two plus two brings you to this number. Brady. What is four? That's exactly right. That's how you would answer as a slayer. We'll just take two people right off the bat. They're going to take on Brady. Grab me two. I believe uh, we'll start with Brian. Brian, are you there? What's Bri up, fellas? Brian, are you ready to play? Let's do it. All right. Can I hear your slayer voice, voice Brian? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now you'll buzz in with your name. If you think you have the answer, and all the answer in the form of a question, you're taking on Johnny and Brady as well. Johnny, are you there? Johnny's here. All right, Johnny, I need to hear your Slayer voice uh, so we know when you're buzzing. <laughs> all right, this might not be easy. Brady, you'll be buzzing in with your name. Everybody buzz in with their name. The questions, uh, Brady, I'll let you choose the categories. Here are your categories. Things in hell, food potpourri, unnatural deaths. I'll give you the name of a person. You tell me how they died unnaturally. Uh, and then rhymes with Slayer. Brady, what category would you like first? Please, my Jeopardy music, if you will. Food potpourri. Food potpourri. Sounds like you're pooping. That's right. <laughs> this high-end treat is essentially sturgeon eggs. Brady. Brady. What is sturgeon caviar? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, I'll give you that one. All right, sturgeon caviar. And your throat is going to be caviar. sore later. All right, Brady, you have control of the board. Go ahead. Food potpourri again. Food potpourri again. Uh, remember, gentlemen, you can buzz in as well. A meat and cheese board Brady. has this name, Brady. Food, <laughs> come on. What is charcuterie? Charcuterie is correct. Brady, please let the other people have a chance. Does Brady even need to play? Should yeah, we do that no, for God's sakes, you're canceled. I didn't know you were going <laughs> to hoard the food potpourri. Jeez. Sorry. You're out. We've eliminated you. You're Listen, too good Ken at it. Jennings. Jesus Christ, man. Oh, Thought you understood how this worked. He wants Slayer right, Brian tickets. and Johnny, I want you to play each other. Are you, screw Brady. I thought he'd be a little bit more giving in this game. <laughs> he wants to win. Let's start All right, let's start excited. over. Brian, uh, Brian, I'll let you choose. Uh, it would be Things in Hell, Food Potpourri, Unnatural Deaths, or Rhymes with Slayer. What would you like? <laughs> All right, another one. People sometimes put this fruit seed in their champagne. Brady? <laughs> I'm laying low. Oh, you, you know what, though? Um, no, man, maybe not. Oh, Brian, Johnny, anything? Let's get off this. It's a fruit seed. You got to buzz in with your name. You can't just start shouting. Who's Buzz in. All right, neither of you know. Jesus. Good God, Brady, Canceled. see if you're done here. I'm saving that question. Uh, all right, try again, Brian and Johnny. One, one, and I'll give it to whoever gets one goddamn question right that isn't named Brady. Hell rhymes things. with Slayer. Let's go. All right, rhymes with Slayer. <laughs> Peter North, the porn star, was one of these. Johnny. 
Johnny, go. A porn star player. Uh, incorrect. Not what we were looking for. More specifically, please. Brian? Brian. Brian, go ahead. Bukaki Air. That does not rhyme with Slayer. <laughs> Brady. Brady, go I'm ahead. No, the Slayer doesn't rhyme with Slayer. <laughs> Good God, we're talking to the audience of Slayer fans. I forgot. we got to dumb this down. Brady, man. what is the answer? What is Sprayer? Sprayer is what we were looking for. All right, Brian and Johnny, pick another one. Hell Things, Food Potpourri, Unnatural Deaths, or Rhymes with Slayer. Go ahead, Brian. Unnatural Deaths. Unnatural Deaths. I'll give you the name of the celebrity. You tell me how they died unnaturally. Are you ready? All right. Gary Coleman. Johnny, go. Short man syndrome. <laughs> Short man syndrome is incorrect. He sounds a little like Dio. Yeah, he's got a little. He's actually maybe a demon. A little variety. Uh, Brian, do you know the answer? All right. Cha-ching Chavez. <laughs> incorrect, although we love it. Uh, we're going to let you both go. You, you're the worst Jeopardy contestants in the history of man. We'll go with Nick and Trevor and see if they can do anything. Nick, are, uh, there he is. Go ahead. Nick, are you there? Yeah. All right, Nick. Let's hope you're better. And uh, Trevor, are you there? Yeah. All right. Good. Trevor uh, is on some sort of thing. Here we go. We're going to try again. Music, please. Slayer. Answer in the form of a Slayer. I didn't realize we were dealing with single brain cell. Uh, things in hell, food potpourri, unnatural deaths, or rhymes with Slayer. Nick, pick one. Uh, rhymes with Slayer. Rhymes with Slayer. All right. Here we go. When it comes to taxes... Churches can't be called this. Good God. It rhymes with Slayer. Churches don't what their taxes. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're going to need a new phone. Yeah, what is wrong with this? This is a nightmare. You think Slayer fans have good phones? Yeah, this is a bad idea. He's gone. I'll go this person here. Okay. Anonymous is there. Are you there, Anonymous? Yes. All right, what's your yeah, name? They're all morons. Yeah, they're all morons. I want you to defend. Anonymous, I'm going to let you go first. Nick, up against Anonymous. Hell things, food, potpourri, unnatural death. We lost for Christ's sake. Jesus. Carol's Just give him a Nick. Never. Carol. No? <laughs> Carol, are you there? He's earned nothing. Carol, are you ready? It's the same guy. What is going on? Nick, congratulations. I, I think you've won. Taxpayer. Megan Sorensen has paid for your phone. Congratulations, Nick. All right, I'm going to try one more person. Not with Nick, though. We're holding Nick. And then we're going to go. I'm going to get Seth on. Seth, are you there? I'm here. If hey, you, his if, phone is clear. Seth, if you get one question right, we're going to hang up on Nick. He gets nothing. It was taxpayers. <laughs> he's answering the last. He's answering yesterday's question. All right. One oh, new question. Yeah. All right. Good luck. Oh, is he going by himself? Okay. Yeah, he's going. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go point, along. Yeah, come he's on. One stay, right. yeah, come on. Just, just one. Beat Brady in one question. That's all I have to say. Hell things, food, potpourri, and unnatural death. Brady can hit you ten times in a row. If you get one right, you're going to go to Slayer. What what category do you want? Unnatural death. All right. Nicole Brown Simpson. <laughs> oh. I have no idea. Oh, my God. I'm done with everybody. That's it. Canceled. And, Eric, this is why <laughs> clickbait is important to pay attention to. <laughs> this is exactly why circle. people worry about clickbait. You being can't like, oh, stop no. stupid, John. I, yeah, it's, I know. That's why I'm afraid of it always. <laughs>
Like when it's out there and it's being advertised, you're like, somebody needs to say this is stupid immediately. Before it gets traction. You know what I read? That all the Dothrakis were wiped out. I think that's bad. What of the people of Dothrak? Everybody's brain. Yeah, everybody has become Tom 38. We need to go back to the three answer game. Give him the answers and they only have three choices. Yeah. Gucciets was. They killed over a thousand and a half people on the Game of Thrones. I saw it in the news. I'm going to go out and shoot everybody I see. See, this is what we have to worry about. And the news starts in with, like, they'll get it. Be aware. These are the people you share a freeway with. Unnatural deaths, Brady. How did Nicole Brown Simpson die, one wonders. I think she fainted. <laughs> yeah, uh, she hit her head. Yeah, blood loss. Oh, no, wait. Her head hit the ground before her body. I <laughs> forgot about it. It was that. a long time ago. A lot of people have forgotten. She had neck right. problems. It's never, ever brought up. Or... She had a spinal condition. In that it was removed. <laughs> Jesus, God Almighty! I think we're just going to end up coming. This this used to be a, a much different game. This He's googling to, that right to, yeah. now. Well, Nicole, who the hell is Nicole Brown Simpson? Did Bart here with a skateboard? No, different Simpsons. Nick Lachey killed her. I think Monty Burns shot her when she was a baby. He didn't even take a shot. He just, I have no I don't idea. know who that is, and I'm not aware of anything. What is air? She stopped breathing it. I mean, pick a, pick a death out of the air. I don't care. Pick something. Yeah, unnatural death. Yeah. I mean, you might be right just by saying, was she murdered? <laughs> That's unnatural. Uh, I'll say fell off a building. Murdered? I... <laughs> hey, great job. <laughs> We weren't looking for specifics. I didn't say OJ did it. Run over by a truck? Yeah. I don't know. Throw something out, will you? They vote. They have driver's licenses. I don't know, man. I just know that. <laughs> just got to put an X in the box. Day to day, brother. Day to day. That's all I'm doing. When it's really pathetic when life is like alcoholism. You're not even drinking or doing anything. Just getting up in the morning is a treacherous thing. you got to be beware of everything. Going hour by hour, man. It's trying to make it to the next hour without accidentally cutting my own face off. It's come close twice today. That's why I've given up, John. I, I you know what, Eric? You got a point. And I understand that mentality. I understand it. But I'm, I, I guess I'm still... I'm, I am pulling back. I am watching the simulation. But sometimes the simulation sparks me to go, no, no, no. Somebody's got to say something. You're going to keep fighting. That's uh, It's not that's a fight. Nice. It's not a fight anymore. I'm going to let the dead run me over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not fighting anything. I will not be active for anything. But I will acknowledge stupid when I see it. Okay. That's pretty dumb. That's probably going to kill a lot of folks. I'll <laughs> say that. But it's not shocking, is it? Nothing shocks me. Right. I just sit back and smile and laugh. There was a woman with a beehive on her head yesterday. I've never heard. I'm 47 years old. I've never, <laughs> ever heard that story. I don't know how it even happens. <laughs> it's good in a way. Beehive hell? They're still first. You know? Yeah. Never yeah. heard of that? It's true. It is a more exciting world that everybody's gotten so stupid. That's a new one. That I'm like, you know what? I'm, I am kind of shocked at that. <laughs> Beehive head. That's new. You're right. You know what? Maybe that's the silver lining in all this. Maybe that's the rose-colored glasses. Is that society's gotten so stupid that I may actually see some things I've never seen before that used to just be common. I, yeah. I don't understand. We're 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 
probably a year away from man gets an oven for warmth. I think that's going to be a headline. And I shouldn't. That's a first. That's, you know what I didn't think? Grown man gets an oven to get warm. I think that's going to happen. And I'm predicting in the next 21 months. Grown, and it's going to be an Following epidemic. Year, it's going to be like two oven or three. took too long. Yeah. Microwave. <laughs> two other. Build bigger microwaves. Look at my man puts head in microwave, dies. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that not only will it be, just be one headline, it will then become a thing where it's like, that's not a bad idea. Guy just did it wrong. And then we'll have a problem with it. Yep. That's pathetic. You should all be ashamed of yourselves, every one of you. And more so the people who are trying to dial in and couldn't beat these wizards to the phone. <laughs> I spent time writing questions for that. Christ's sake. Should have just let you win, Brady. You want to go to Slayer? Yeah. I did like how you said charcuterie, though, as a Slayer. Do uh, it again. We, we can't give Slayer quite uh, One more charcuterie. What is... Let me try. Well, I was just going to get the next color. <laughs> Great. They, they were there a second ago. I wonder if they're going to have that at the Slayer Show. Hey, tomorrow join us when we play Hey, What's Your Name for tickets. <laughs> we'll probably go full through about name. 12 calls. Your full name. <laughs> huh? That'll be the answer uh, we get more. So, what? All right. Are you ready, contestant? What is your name? What do you mean? Never mind. Next caller. What is your name? I, my wife pays for the phone. My dad is Steve. <laughs> He calls me Dick. <laughs> but I don't think that's on any certifications. Do a test. All right, caller. Welcome to the game. What's hey, your name? Never mind. What's your name? Mike. I'm just going to let him Mike. listen to the radio. He just said Mike to the radio. I don't know if that's right or not. Because it says, to Chelsea says your name is Chelsea Coons. Incorrect. Uh... <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> I think Chelsea Coons is your name, sir. What an awful last name that yeah, is. Yeah, that's a tough one. And she may have married into it. <laughs> hey, how awful was that when the uncle said, I heard she's marrying a Coons. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. No, no, it's like a real thing. It's like a real thing. Part <laughs> <laughs> of being racist. I'm just saying something. Like she's, in the, she's Coons now. <laughs> she's in with the Coons. <laughs> oh, my God. How dare you, Robert? That is my daughter. I, oh, you don't know the guys? All right, never mind. I'll, I'll wait for you to hear it in the wedding. It's going to shock you. <laughs> Let's try this I want to see that on uh, Family Feud. Yeah. It's the Coons. It's the Coons family. Uh, uh, no. They're taking on a black family. Yeah. The white Coons. <laughs> oh, my God. This is awkward. The Dave Chappelle yeah, skit. It really is. <laughs> Welcome to the show. What's your name? Trevor. Nope, it says Angela Titus. Sorry. Yes. Everybody doesn't know the name of the person paying for their phone. <laughs> we get the answers, but let's see if this one gets it. Oh, they hung up because they don't know who pays for their phone. How about this one? Hi there, welcome to What's Your Name? Sonny. Nope, it says Gary Prewert on my com computer. No, I go by Sonny, Gary Prewert. Then your name is Gary. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah. We were going to yeah. know your son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But he goes by saying he's like Brady. Jesus, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Brady's. <laughs> but I go by Sonny. But your name's Gary. Yeah. <laughs> then you missed it. Who's asking? <laughs> you missed the question. I can't ask for this. I can't write this. This can't be fake. What's your name? And a guy's like, well, no, that's, no, that's not my name. My name is Gary, but I go by Sonny, so my name is still Gary. Right. 
So now people have heard you do this four times. Yeah, let's see if this one gets. Hi there, welcome to What's Your Name? Adam Ferguson. Yeah! That's correct! Wow. It took four calls! <laughs> Hold on, Adam, you're going, to, going to Slayer. Don't tell me anything uh, else about you. I don't. You're going to mess this up. There you go. Bask in the glow. <laughs> Gary. Oh, yeah, but that's all right. Go by. Well, what's your name, Gary? Yeah, bye now. <laughs> what's your name? They call me Lickety Splits. <laughs> but what's your name, John? You should have answered with the John. See, Brady, this is where nicknames get you in that's trouble. right, and he just lost tickets because he uh, thinks his Lickety Splits nickname is what his name is. Now. <laughs> Make sure your phone is under your nickname. I can't believe it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because they, yeah, they always said, what did you write Lickety Splits Johnson for? Well, that's my name. Well, we're going to have a problem because your driver's license is Gary. Oh, but that's not the name I go by. Well, that's, what, that's why we I'm have... I'm sorry, Hot Rod Chip. That's why we have ID. Because if we just bet what, what you go by, Chemical Ali would have gotten on the plane. <laughs> that would have made it a lot easier made it, Yeah, I'm Chemical Ali. <laughs> this is Muhammad Baghdadi. Yeah, yeah, but they call me Chemical Ali. Oh, well, I can't argue with you. That's what they call you. <laughs> Is that a red flag? <laughs> yeah, it's a, I, I'm going to talk to my supervisor. Chemical Ali says here, Muhammad something. Or something. Yeah, but they, if they call him that, that's what he knows. I guess that's true. Why do we even bother with this? We're going to go with that, Mr. Chemical. No, just chemical. He's on the standby list. <laughs> and uh, Big Dick Tim. <laughs> yeah, Big Dick Tim. And uh, maybe, Jewelers Glass Davis. Maybe everybody should have to go by that nickname. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's not what my driver's license says, but it's what I go by. Harris Tom. Literally, yeah. I'd have to tell the guy. <laughs> if we were playing a game called What's Your Name, what would you say? Well, I'd tell people that, that I'm called Sonny. But what is your name? It's Gary. You missed the question. <laughs> and how in the <laughs> did that bridge get built between Gary and Sonny? <laughs> I'm not asking for that How in the world? You couldn't have a little brother that couldn't say Gary and called you Sonny instead. Because if you can say Sonny, you can say Gary. This is your brother, Gary. Sonny. Close enough, kid. We're sticking with it. Came from Meemaw. Get over here, Sonny. Yeah, I don't know what that is. He missed the question. So if you know a guy named Gary who goes by Sonny, he's the one you ridicule at work today. Hey, you missed a question in the game, what's your name today, Gary? Sonny, but yeah, I did. Uh, it's 9-10. Uh, I don't even know if I want to continue living, <laughs> let alone doing this. Should be a great walk wars today. Yeah, yeah, keep it simple. Uh, it's the 9-10. Uh, we got rock wars coming up in just moments. It's 98. Uh, it's 9-25 in the morning sickness, and uh, we're just closing in on rock wars. Eric has the... Uh, the topic for the week because he won last week. Uh, are you ready to go? Sure. He's got it ready. Let's have it. Well, everybody's talking about Game of Thrones and Endgame, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, all the happens about this week. So uh, pick a song uh, regarding your feelings towards either one of those, either Endgame or Game of Thrones. The ending the of Battle of Winterfell. Two gigantic franchises. Yeah, or if you want to make it more in general, yeah. you can. Kind of. It's open to interpretation. So your your love song to Marvel movies or to Game of Thrones? Sure. All right. Because that's all that's a buzz in the nation. Game of Thrones talk or Endgame talk. Guy at Domino's Pizza killed his coworker because he let slip the end of Endgame before he saw it. 
Killed him dead right there in the pizza parlor. Innocent. No charges. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, shouldn't have said it. That's what the court said <laughs> immediately. So powerful. I, I, and, the, and the judge is like, I don't even want to hear this case. I haven't seen Endgame yet. And then the guy was, he walked free. I went uh, yesterday, saw it for the second time with my stepson. And I, I whispered something to him in between the, uh, in the beginning part, the trailers. Mm-hmm. And it was like one trailer was ending and, and I whispered something to him. And I, we had the, I guess the people behind us had called the security to come down and tell wow. us. Wow, quiet down. No. Jesus. I had a guy in the parking lot. <laughs> they there. are anal. A guy in the parking lot of Video Lucky West. Get shot. <laughs> I know. He stops me every once in a Video West parking lot guy next door to us, and I go to my car, and he goes, "Hey man, you want you want to know about Endgame?" I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead." And he goes, "Here we go." I'm like, "What is it?" And he goes, "Thor never gets skinny." I'm like, "I don't even know." All right. Evidently, he's fat throughout the movie, and I think that's great. You just ran Jeremy out of I know. Room. I don't even know what it is, but I'm like, oh, did you ruin it? The whole thing's a diet plan? Okay. And he's laughing. I'm like, okay. It's pretty funny. I'm like, yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> it sounds like I can't wait to go now. You just said that. You know what? There's yeah. there's 10 Domino's cars coming. Yeah, I know. They're heading down to us. Because if that's why, if that's the, if that's the big reveal. <laughs> Dude, you ruined it for me. I thought Thor would lose weight. Nope, evidently not. He stays that way the whole time. What are you going to do? Uh, it is uh, it's a crazy. We've lost it. And, of course, I think our phone game just proved you don't want to mess around with spoilers in uh, cartoon movies because people will kill you. It is it is a life-and-death situation to some people who work at the Domino's. And evidently they were just talking about it, and the guy said something to him. And he's like, what do you mean? And he goes, ah, kind of the end. What did you just do? I'm sorry. No, you gotta die. There's no reason for you to go on as a human being anymore. And he killed him. <laughs> and I think that's probably for the best, really. Because neither of those guys were going anywhere. If you lose to the guy who kills you over Endgame, <laughs> you're probably just as low as he was. <laughs> it's not good people. Don't kill each other over movies. Game of Thrones, however, though, when the Night King, oh man, forget it. When uh, I won't say who does it, but ooh, it's pretty great. He was uh, he he kept the weight off. Yeah, he never he never put on any weight, and all the eating, so much devouring of cities and stuff. Anyway, what are you gonna do? And now I think Katy Perry is the Night. I don't know what I'm thinking with this, but I think Katy Perry is the Night King now. She's gonna show up. The American Idol judges will be there. You'll find out. That's the big reveal. Is that? Katy Perry was actually Arya Stark the whole time. Just with the bug eyes. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing's just going to end with you. We're all fools. Wow, this ended differently Katie than I Perry. thought it would. Yeah, because that's all I see now is Graves' disease Katy Perry when I look at Arya. I'm like, hmm. she's Arya, little... and then when I, I look at the <laughs> uh, the Night King's you know, generals, mm-hmm. I think of uh, Edgar Winter and his family. Yeah. In the 70s. Feed my Frankenstein. No, that was yeah, Alice. Frankenstein. Was Frankenstein. That was it, right? Yeah. And how useless are the generals, by the way? Those guys have been following that Night King around for... I know. They get their ass years. kicked constantly. They, they, they get their ass kicked, but they just stand around and literally uh, paid to stand guard of the Night King, and then uh, a child leaps from a tree. I mean, literally, that's uh, that's a bad job by the generals. Well, the His one hair's saw, glorious. Yeah, the yeah, one saw oh, something. Or, they look great. Oh, yeah, oh, he saw it, but he melting. did no action. Like, even a tactical black one, they're like, all right, we're doing third-party protection. Your, your head's on a swivel. That's your job. Your job is like something... He moved. <sighs> 
You're, you're in enemy territory. Yeah, but he just looked like, yeah, that's probably looked, not going to be good. I think he saw and he's like, that's totes adorbs. <laughs> Is that Katy Perry in that tree? Oh, no, it's just a kid with Graves disease. Looks a lot like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I? I have dropped the ball. I'm breaking up. Now I'm going to explode. Although, this, is, this is my fault. Would you be scared of that little girl? I mean, look, you'd be like, it doesn't matter. He look, just killed Dion. Like, it doesn't matter. No when problem. All it takes is dragon glass, and you can hide it. Who better? That that's what they say about you know the you know, ninety nine percent of people going through airports have the best intentions, but everybody has to go through the you know the security because you never know if they're going to strap. Got through the box. Cut. Yeah, you're never going to know who strapped up the baby. So kids, everybody has to go through. You can look and go, oh, it's just a child. But that's what they would use. So, you know, if your one job is to protect the Night King, that's all you do. The person in the tree is probably my first guess. He had nothing but TSA agents as generals. Yeah. I would at least stand between the thing in the tree and the, the general just in case. And I would also tell the other generals, by the way, this may be a distraction for me to see this. You guys keep an eye out for the other side because this might be the thing I'm supposed to see and then the real thing. Plus fine. there's even more on the line because you kill that guy, I die. I die. Yeah, this is me. But Katy Perry leaps from a tree. Recognized, by the way. Hey, look, guys. Katy Perry. It's like the Super Bowl show. <laughs> Katy Perry. Oh, Night King's got it. Oh, wait. No, she... Oh, wait. Oh, boy. My stomach. I'm nauseous. razzle I am nauseous. She did it behind the backer. We're not ruining anything yet, but you'll be... <laughs> when, not, you, when you see I it, you'll be like... I think we just kind of did. No, you didn't. Right? You'll see it. You'll be like, oh, Katy Perry. Katy Perry's just <laughs> off the Night King. <laughs> People hate us. <laughs> I don't care because Yahoo had this clip on there. Did Arya deserve this? I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah, it's been... It's been three days. Yeah, it's been a while. You're on it now. The up-to-daters, you now know. The people who are months behind, I don't care about you. You had your chance. What you've a had, 20 you've had, had a year. Now. You've had years. What a day for her. <laughs> Arya? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she had American Sex. Idol. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, well, she, that, yeah, that yeah she lost her virginity. She became a woman. <laughs> and then she... Save the hound. Save the oh, that's right. Yeah, she saved the hound. Crawled around in there and then almost died in the library. Slaughtered the night king. Hound saved her. Yeah, yeah, it was reciprocal. I need to hook up. Well, that so was now one that she's, theory. Now that she's experienced, that was one theory online when she went up there to talk to the hound that she was going to try to bang him, make love but to then the hound. and Darian came in and ruined it. She's in love. She beat her, so she wow. moved on to the next. She didn't have time to bathe since the last guy hosed her. No, that was before. So then she went down oh, to gender. Oh, I see. Oh, that's right. Okay. That, I know so she was just like, she was going to bang right. the hound, but then. She was just looking for some D. Yeah, she was trolling for D. Yeah. That castle, though, it's big. Yeah. Thanks a lot, you C-blockers. Now i got to go bang Gendry. <laughs> and she got out of that tree all right. Pretty sure he'll be down in the basement. Anyway, a tribute to Game of Thrones or Endgame as things are coming to a close. And I think society also may be coming to a close. We had the guy miss the contest, What's Your Name, today. I'm not feeling real good about it. <laughs> uh, it's 9.33. You got any suggestions? Holmberg at 98kupd.com. Or uh, you can tweet them over 97936. Call them in, 585-9800. We will have our selections next. It's 98 Rock Wars. I miss that. Uh, it's 9.48. It's time for Rock Wars, and uh, Eric has chosen the topic this week. It's a farewell of sorts to two different franchises. We're losing Game of Thrones in the next couple weeks, although it does feel almost like 
we've hit the denouement, and now we're just in the climax. We've we've seen the peak of what we've been waiting for with Game of Thrones, and now for the next three weeks, it's all just a crapshoot. This next series is going to be all new to us. The next three episodes are like, now what? But I think the crescendo was last Sunday, and of course, Endgame has come to a close. I haven't seen any of those other than the Guardians of the Galaxies 1 and blech, and then a couple of the Iron Man. That awful Wonder Woman and Captain America. <laughs> Wonder was, Woman. It's a terrible movie. I know that. Other one. What's the other Wonder Woman? What was the other one's called? The second Wonder Woman. The Captain gr- Marvel. Captain Marvel Woman. That was a good one too. Did Ugh. you see any of the Thors? I saw a Thor. A Thor. The one with Natalie Portman, the first one. Yes, that is the one I have seen. Got to see right. Nice, enjoyable, predictable. Loki stick was cute. He had a Loki pokey. Avengers? Did you see the other Avengers? Uh, no. No. No, I did see one of them. First one? Yes. That was when I fell in love with Hawkeye. <laughs> he's got some badass. He's uh, completely got some skills. Yeah, useless. he's got some badass archery skills. Yeah, he's a good archer. That comes you, in so handy. So you'd be a little disappointed, like, uh-oh, here comes to save us is Hawkeye and Black Widow. I kind of looked at it, and I'm like, those two are unnecessary, and now that we've got Hulk and the dude with the hammer, it seems like everybody could just go home. <laughs> Yeah, they, they seem a little better. Yeah, it seems like I'm just going to lean on them pretty heavily. This all seems excessive. So then I kind of lost interest. I did like Guardians of the Galaxy quite a bit, but I haven't seen the other ones. But uh, Game of Thrones, everything's coming to an end. So to say goodbye in our own special way, Eric has chosen uh, farewell songs to both franchises in some way. Uh, who would you like to go first? Or you could pick one, whatever. It's uh, up to you. Brady, go first. Well, uh, both movies are all about uh who's living who's dying and then one's, you know, a, one's a finale one's a show yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah sorry so i went with g and r's live and let die oh wow it's up to the producers who decide a lot of dying directors a lot of dying going on who will live who will you let live who will you let die strange as it is i still prefer McCartney's version. Solid. I think it's because I give it credibility for having this song come out in 74. Great song. And Jeffrey Holder as the zombie. Yeah, yeah. That was in the Bond movie, Living Like That. What does it matter to me? Although they did a hell of a job covering this one. All right, Live and Let Die. I like it. Well done. Go ahead, John. I will go. I haven't seen the Avengers thing, but I've decided... Uh, since we now know, uh, people who are caught up at least, how the Night King eats it. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what or who, if you haven't figured it out by now from what we're talking about, but when bug-eyed Katy Perry leaps out of wherever she leaps out and does what she does, I realized, oh my God, all this political incorrectness I've invested in over the past, I don't know how many years, is going to fold to the pressures of these lunatic idiots. That's why Grey Worm will get the throne. That's why Arya is our hero. And I assume that uh, girl Captain Marvel has something brilliant in Endgame. So let's just do it for them. Sisters are doing it for themselves by Aretha Franklin. Yeah, yeah this is the first for me. You haven't heard Sisters are doing it for themselves? It's no. Aretha Franklin. No, I know, no. I, I recognize Aretha. It's celebrating the ladies. Because men, especially the white ones, can't do anything good anymore without it being an affront to women. Jon Snow doesn't get to John kill anybody Snow anymore. Jon Snow has been on a hunt forever. 
It's like being on an Easter keg hunt. And you're like, it's been 10, 12 years. There's one. And you run towards it, and some little kid's standing there in your hands. Hey, I got it. God damn it. This is the first time I've ever tried that. So, so she'll be on the throne with uh, right shark, left shark. When she oh, takes yeah, yeah. When, when, when Bug Eyed Katy Perry goes up there. So there you go. Sisters are doing it for themselves because, God forbid, a man does anything manly anymore. <laughs> Can't do that. And I, I haven't seen Endgame, but I've got to imagine. Oh, there's a girl power moment. Captain Marvel has a lot to do with something. There's a girl power moment then. Guarantee. And it can't, makes you roll your eyes. It has to happen. That's my least favorite part I of I think that. Larry told me that. He said in the middle of the battle, all the girls gather up and talk about how powerful they are. Typical, while all the crap's going down, ladies are having a conversation. I don't think they talk about it. As Larry said, they all gathered up and well, said something they, about being lady power. Yeah. It's that a bit was, much. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of I'm standing right. ovation moments in our For broads. that people that got up during times really reacted. That's, that's excessive. The media? Yeah, at the media. Really? They're yeah. not. I thought they oh, weren't yeah. supposed to do that. They're above that. They're the ones who love that. Because they brought all their friends and family. Oh, I was at a screening of Anchorman. <laughs> And female broadcasters got up and clapped. What? So true! They're an so unstable... Look, media people, especially TV news, unstable group of bipolar lunatics, especially the girl ones. It's about Because they haven't had the attention that they got in high school, and now they're getting it again, and they feel like they're, they've empowered themselves. Like, the TV news anchor ladies are... You want to talk about crazy. <laughs> That's weird. That's a group, man. Not one of them is normal. Their attention status is very strange. So, yeah. Yeah, the lady, the one woman. I would like to ride on a rainbow with one, though, if I could. Oh, yeah, no, I would bone one, just like Ron Burgundy. But she stood up at Anchorman because that was an empowering moment. And you know what? She did it right after, uh, um, what's her name? Uh, What was her name in that? I forgot. Anyway, you know who I'm talking about, the blonde one. But when Fiona, Fiona. No, when she flash. finished the newscasting, she goes, Christina Abigail, she goes, yes, I nailed it. And then a woman stood up and did this. She was from Channel 3. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is a joke movie. You know that, right? She's really putting it to that man who's being tough on her. I'm like, oh, my God. You're like, sit down, queen of clean. And then, yeah, yeah it was the, it was, no, it was Debbie from Home Depot. Oh. The, uh, um, Mary Jo West wrote an article. She used to be a, a reporter here in town. She wrote an article that... Uh, She'd live it. <laughs> that she anchor man it. was her life. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? The anchor used to sit in the room and go, you should probably move to Alaska, you're pregnant. Yes. It was just word for word. You wrote in a cartoon rainbow with a man on a unicorn? She, yes. has, a, she has a trident at her house. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, you, you had news fights with the other stations? You'd kill people? It was like watching. It was like being back in time. You're an idiot. You're a bipolar idiot? Wow. Yes, I am. So, anyway. Yeah, not surprising. Girl power is my choice. Sisters are doing it for themselves, because I guarantee you, if Arya does the Night King, something dumb like that happened in Endgame. Uh, Eric, go ahead. All right. Uh, I loved all the Marvel movies, but let's be honest. Marvel Studios isn't just closing up shop. Uh, they made billions of dollars. They're not just going away now. Oh, God, no. All the movies. <laughs> there's another phase. Phase four is going to happen. It's it's not really ending like Game of Thrones is ending. No. Game of Thrones is going to end. This is going to be really sad. Isn't there Spider-Man coming out like in a month? Yeah, yeah. July. So I know he. So was. they're they're not going. I know there'll be some Game of Thrones spinoffs, but there's not going to be with these characters the same kind of show. So 
I chose the Game of Thrones theme metal version, which has over a million views on YouTube, and it's badass. It's by Jonathan Young. So oh. uh, check it out. Okay. It's really cool. He plays all the instruments. This is ultimate nerdness right here. Version. You know what this sounds like to me? Welcome to Fox Sports Sunday. Giants taking on the Buccaneers. They might use it. My name's Chris Myers. It's the D team, though. All right, there you go. Those are your choices. Eric chose actually the rock version of the Game of Thrones theme. Uh, what did you choose again? GNR, oh, Live and GNR, Let Die. GNR, Live and Let Die. And I chose sisters are doing it for themselves because white men aren't allowed to do anything anymore. And black guys are right there with us. You're just barely ahead of it, but they're not going to let you do much either. You never even had a chance, black guys. White guys stole all the thunder in movies, and they were like, all right, now black guys can do it. And that lasted about a month before white women started to take that role from you. (laughs) We'll see who wins. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can go uh, over there to the text 97936, the word wars. Text the word Wars. Facebook's on there, or you can call 585-9800. Who wins Rock Wars? We find out next. It's 98. 10.03 in the morning sickness. Rock Wars. We'll do the results very quickly because uh, they're upon us. We've got uh, songs to say goodbye to Endgame and the Game of Thrones. Endgame of Thrones, I call it. you got both of those things. Uh, I chose sisters are doing it for themselves because the lady power is strong, super-duper strong. You know that if you've seen Game of Thrones, I'm positive if you watched Endgame, that happened. It's a little more subtle in Game of Thrones, isn't it? Because, mm. like, Sansa's not badass at all. I mean, she's... Think of all the people in charge on Game of Thrones over the last year. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Every one of them's a woman. Yeah, I guess you're right. Every yeah, you are. one of them. Yeah. It's subtle, but it happens fast. There's just so much other fast. badass stuff <laughs> yeah. going on. No, 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 there's a lot going on. But it's definitely... Crazy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Eric chose uh, um, the theme to Game of Thrones. It's written by Metal. <laughs> uh, Brady chose the Live and Let Die by Guns N' Roses, and I chose Sisters Doing It for Themselves by Aretha. Uh, Eric won the phones 10 to 6 over Brady and 2 to me, and then Eric got the emails 10 to 7 to 7 over Brady and I tied. Uh, this one says, uh, jam some Aretha during Larry's show. It's so worth it, please. <laughs> That's true, too. I don't want to spoil anything, but I think I know why Eric really loves Avengers Endgame so much. There was a ton of incest in that, too. Is that true? Uh, I missed that part. I missed that part, too. That being said, when's the last time Eric chose a topic like this? Uh, Brady spoiled Logan. Oh, last time you did it, Brady. Oh, that's right. When you went movies with spoilers, that's true. So I have to choose uh, Brady this week for keeping his mouth shut. He's learned his lesson. Go Chunks. Uh, I love Brady's pick. John, you're right on. The original that Brady chose was way ahead of its time. And Hillary's out of the news. Uh, and Eric does like AOC or one of the other 20 commies. So I'm going to go with John. Wow, that's a really interesting way to choose a song. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Eric all the way with this one. This one says, I vote Eric because Metal GOT seems badass. Uh, this one's for Whamans, man. Nice choice, John. Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, Marvel, all going the route, or the route of forced equality. And us white men just sit back and take it. I saw Endgame over the weekend, surprisingly. The super women have their moment. Uh, there wasn't a lot of cheering when I was there, but it felt really forced on us. Kind of stopped the movie for a second just to have a girl power thing. Even the woman I was with was like, this is unnecessary. 
Uh, Alien is one of the greatest movies ever. She was a badass. Why does nobody ever talk yeah, about there's, that? There's been badass chicks yeah. for a while. Ripley was in terrible situations. She was a badass woman. How come it has to be on us now? I know why it has to happen to us now. I know woman powers for real now. Because uh, it came out that every one of them was getting fingered for roles like crazy, and they didn't have a choice back in the day. So Ooh, you got to make good on that. Maybe we do owe them. Yeah, they got to owe them a couple years of like, it's all for you, ladies. R.V. Weinstein did... Uh... Of a decade of terror. Yeah, sorry, so many of you had bruised inner thighs for years from that fat man just to get jobs. Way we're going to go, let, let you guys be the heroes for a while. Okay. And yeah. somehow or another, I, just the average Joe who never raped anybody, asking to be entertained, have to have. You're paying for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm paying for it by having women do all the good stuff. And if it isn't forced, I'm fine with it. But when it becomes like, all right. Did Charlize Theron just one punch a guy out, Colt? Come on. He could take a couple of shots from her. Plus, she can take three or four from him before she knocks him. Come on, knock it off. We all know it's true. Uh, what do you got over there on the on this other stuff? Brady's got text right now by a pretty good margin, but there is a significant Aretha f- uh, faction yeah, on she's Facebook, strong. but he still strong. has a little right. bit of a lead over here. Shut it down. John Gordon, pick a winner. An Aretha Faction on Facebook. I just said John Gordon pick a winner. What was it? He just chose uh, Brady. Oh, pick a winner. Oh, yes. Right. Well, there we go. I just realized what time it was. We gotta go. <laughs> Nicely done, Brady. You're the champion today. Live and let die will play. Quite lovely. Nicely done. I'm all upset now. Girl power. I like it when it's not. Like I, I don't think any guy ever sat back and said, "I won't watch it if a girl's." Out. Like we loved Kill Bill. Kill Bill was great. We loved Alien. Yeah, I, great. And stuff. I don't really mind it. It's, it's when it's uh, like in the Avengers. Yeah, it is really I've heard it's blatant. Like when they blatantly put it in there, and it doesn't make any sense as to why. Right. Uh, well, it does make sense. It's this has to well, happen yeah. because, and that's why. That's the only sense it makes. Like the only real reason it is is so, like crazy women don't write letters to sponsors and movie theaters. I say it's more subtle in Game of Thrones because you got a lot of badass dudes too, like the yeah. mountain squashing heads. They're doing all sorts of yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's all types of But crazy. women have all the power. Yeah. That happened in the last two years. Like, women have all the juice. They're playing oh, the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had Ramsey. I mean, you had some real bad people in charge Which of Which was great. And that's when the show was really fantastic. Yeah, now you're just crossing your fingers kind of hoping, oh, are they going to go safe? You know, they're still boiling kids on walls, which is great. Going to keep that up. <laughs> There's sous vide and hey, there's, on the there's still yeah, some there's, eight seasons yeah. in, and there yeah, uh, there's still, still some cooking. fantastic salve over the PC stuff <laughs> that I like. The boiling child wall is about as good as it gets. Do you just rewind that part and watch? I it have. Uh, it's actually I sort of I guess you can't really call it that, but it's a screensaver of sorts. You're I guess awful. you just call that giant art pieces because I printed up a hundred times and framed them. That shrimp around him that were that turned out to be kid parts. <laughs> Anytime you're I'm returning, I'm trying to get that design for Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pinwheel, pinwheel, child pinwheel. Anytime you're returning from a store where a kid just Man. screaming and crying. Well, I can't even go over to the uh, Whole Foods by my house because the shrimp lays out, and I just make the little decoration of the <laughs> light it on fire, put a little child in the middle. Stand in the middle of this little shrimp circle with me. I'm going to squint and pretend those are baby arms and watch this. But you know, with that comes the girls are doing it, ladies are getting her done. Mm-hmm. Child wall, I can I can take it here. The Avengers thing and Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel made me laugh in the previews, so I was like, this one's out. <laughs> I was like I see what you're doing here. This is a this is a wink and an apology for Harvey Weinstein. I see. 
I get it. Uh, Brady, it's time now for you to entertain us. And it's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, home of Tactical Black. And they reminded me yesterday that May is Military Appreciation Month. So the special that they ran for the last month, which was gangbusters, a lot of you guys went down there and signed up, 129 bucks get you uh, all access to the gym and all the classes that you can take there and all the training that you would get. Uh, they're going to extend that out for military people. Uh, if you have military ID, uh, you can call them up and go to reactdefense.com. They're going to give you that deal for two months. That's unbelievable. That's literally about 40 cents a class. Unreal. So you want to get into that kind of stuff. It's unreal. And that's a big thank you to the military, the guys out there at React Defense. Always. Uh, friendly with the military and they do a lot of training with people who are in the military or veterans or people who were and uh, even those guys come out saying man I'm learning stuff I wish I knew then like it's just an addition whatever you know they can add to it it's not like they're going to take it away from you and it's uh, just an addition to everything it's unbelievable did a bunch of stuff yesterday getting kicked and running kicks and defense and I just had the time of my life a great two and a half hours of goofing around yesterday for me and uh, I'm telling you, you're missing out. If you're trying to get in shape, this is the place to do it. If you want to learn something that might save your life, same place. ReactDefense.com, home of Tactical Black. And thank you to all our military members and happy Military Appreciation Month. Brady, entertain. Variety uh, magazine just put out a bunch of uh, Hollywood salaries list. And they range from everywhere from uh, Jessica Chastain for It Chapter 2 that comes out. This year, two point five million. Mm. Joaquin Phoenix is getting paid four and a half million for the Joker. Oh, Joker. Then you move up to Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. They both took ten million for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Quentin yeah, Tarantino. They they're twenty dollar or twenty million dollar man. Both of them, so they cut it in half. So. They wanted to do it together. Well, th- what they do with that, though, is get back end parts. Like they'll get half a point for... They can, or they yeah. just want to do this movie. Right. But nobody just does that. <laughs> like Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Is, they're talking about oh. it now, but I remember reading about Iron Man. He's like, I'll do this, and I'll sign on to do all of them. But anything I do as Iron Man, I'm going to be an executive producer and get points on the back end. Just the Iron Man franchise alone, I think he made like $680 million himself. Just on that, because exec producer plus he had points on the back end and all that other stuff, which is ridiculous. On top of making like fifteen million a movie, well, they're people, saying he's yeah. making seventy-five million for the Avengers for just this. Just and that's Avengers. yeah, that's just the yeah. clip because there's they had to pay forty-five main star actors to get on that thing. That's a big payday. Ryan Ryan Reynolds tops the list. He signed a deal with uh, Netflix for a movie called Six Underground, twenty-seven million. Nice. That's and good stuff. Cha-ching, Chavez. The Rock, for his Hobbs and Shaw, is getting 20 mil. Jason Statham's getting 13 million. That's that's <laughs> that's less. He's the pauper in that. This is great. A study shows that in the months after 13 Reasons Why, it was on Netflix oh, yeah. in 2017, there was a spike in suicide and suicides among teen boys. One of the authors of the study says it shows that young people are particularly vulnerable to the media. With that being said, they're going to run eight more seasons. Yeah, wasn't that, wasn't that a, a show that was kind of like a guideline to suicide? People, like it was controversial in its own way because it almost was kind of like, hey, if things do get bad, this is an option. I don't know. I'm just saying what I what I've heard. Shows about sure how- teenage uh, a teenage girl who commits suicide and leaves behind a box of cassette tapes. 
explaining the 13 reasons why she right. did it. And all of them kind of are like, oh, okay. And it's not good, but if you're going through that, it's like, oh, she did it the same reasons I have. So it's almost like a blueprint to say, if you're feeling these things, you're right to do it. And there's more suicide talk because uh, Sharon Osbourne on the talk yesterday talked about attempting suicide three times. Yikes. That's a fun show. That's a fun daytime program. Yeah. The talk. What are we going to talk about today? Oh, Sharon's multiple suicide attempts. That's fun. Hello, welcome to the talk. I'm Sharon Osbourne and luckily I'm alive. Although I've tried three separate times to end my own existence. Sitting across from me is Sarah Gilbert. Hello, Sarah. Wow. It's a downer. This dude that lived in Vermont, Ted Pelkey, he was in the news. It was probably a, a year ago because the town was uh, didn't let him develop his land. So he put up this giant sculpture. It was the finger, a giant fist with the middle finger, giving it to, pointing to the town. Chris or uh, Kid Rock was so impressed by it, called him up and says, I like that. I want to put one on my land. So nice. the guys made him one, and he's driving it from Vermont to uh, Nashville. Big middle finger yeah. sculptures? There's a picture of it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, of course it is. I can imagine its sweetness. Sounds great. Uh, that's it, huh? Kids will gather around. There you go. We're late. Larry's coming up next. Uh, we'll do the live and let die, and we'll get him out of here. Good stuff. Brady's the big winner for Rock Wars this week. God, this week's flying by. Uh, we're all done. You guys have yourselves a phenomenal Wednesday, and we'll see you right here in the Morning Sickness tomorrow. So long! From the Learner and Rose studio, this is the Big Red Radio. 98 KUPD.